podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello everyone, welcome to Black Box episode 13. Uh, I'm here on the back of an absolutely awful game week. Uh, I'm joined by two fantastic managers in their own right who have had good game weeks. So it's going to be a painful one um, for me. Uh, but yeah, we've got a very special guest today. And do, you want, do you want to introduce him? In do you want to, you've well, got a full introduction prepared, haven't you? This is I like have. a red carpet you're rolling out. <laughs> I have. Well, we're joined by uh, Jay Eggerstoff and... I imagine most people uh, know the man from uh, such things as the tour of his kitchen, uh, Kane Exit, or the fact he was the number one ranked fantasy football manager uh, for three three seasons, I believe. Jay, um, I think you've got you've got some um, uh, you've got his rank history, Mark. Yeah, uh, I'm going to bring it up I'm now. Gonna, I'm not even going to let you talk, that. Jay. I'm just I'm just going to run through. I'm just going to run <laughs> through your ranks. It's it's absolutely crazy. I was looking <laughs> at it before. You you come in the top 10k in eight of the first nine seasons. Yeah, absolutely. I mean that's crazy. I mean, did you? It, it's funny because because as once asked me about my record and I didn't know like how many top 1,000 finishes I had. It's not something I remember. Um, let's test let's test Jay and see if he knows how many times have you finished in the top 1,000, Jay? Come on. See, he doesn't know. See? Three. <laughs> when you finish that three. many times. Three. Yeah, he's got it right. He's got it right. Yeah, three times. Yeah. I've got yeah, it on a tattoo, times. that's why. <laughs> three times in the top thousand, eleven finishes, five K or under. I mean I mean, apart from 2018-19, which didn't happen, um if your your highest ever rank was fourteen thousand five hundred and ninety-four, or lowest lowest rank, it was fourteen thousand in thirteen seasons. Unbelievable. Yeah, I'm, I'm I, blushing. I, I, I'm I, I'm not used to such praise. So you know, well, uh, and, and it's good to see you back. You're doing well this season as well because we've got our ranks on the screen. I know, I know that as won't be want to draw an attention to this, but 114 yeah, cheers, in the world already. <laughs> so um, <laughs> you, you do, you're having a good season again. You're back. I mean, you're back on the scene and back doing bits in FBL, which is great. And um, you're enjoying the season so far. It's an odd one. Yeah, I think um, the first. Three or four weeks, I, I wasn't. It, all the high scores, and I, I really didn't enjoy like the games being Friday and then through, you know, like one every couple of hours. I found that really tricky to adapt to. But actually, as it settled down and as I've got used to to it, it's almost in a way quite enjoyable now that it, especially, I think it's coincided being on lockdown and where I'm at is we're in tier three, so there's not much you can do at weekend anyway. So like wall to wall football. Actually, it gives you mind something to to focus focus on, and the the competition this season is so good, isn't it? There's so many teams that could win it um, at the top of the league. It's just made the FPL game brilliant because there's just so many talking points. I think I think because we're seeing every game, we're watching every game. It is a bit brutal. Do you not find that that if you if you haven't got a certain player and you, you're fearful of him, you're watching that match. And it's like, that, yeah. that's what I'm finding quite difficult. I mean, we're going to talk about a certain player a lot tonight, I'm sure. But <laughs> it's, um, yeah, I mean, do you find that? Do you find it? Because I, I think that's definitely something which has hit the community, as in there's, you know, Twitter is more alive with um, 
kind of FOMO stuff and, you know, I th- I this think is my so. captain, etc. A, a good mate of mine, John, um, summed it up really well after about five or six game weeks. And he said, when you have a bad start to the game week, it feels like, um, you know, like death by a thousand cuts. Yeah. So you sit and watch one game and you play a blank. So then you watch the next one and you, you start thinking like, I'm having a disaster because it's Saturday night mm. and I've got like three points. And then you realise there's a whole load of players yet to play. And conversely, like last weekend, I think, uh, what was the, what, I can't remember the running order, but basically uh, in about the first five matches, every one of my players had scored. Not that I don't mean scored a goal, but, you know, contributed points. So I was like right in the middle. I had the best weekend because I knew I was like, I had an awesome FPL weekend. I had loads of players left to go uh, and ended up with a, with a great score. So it can really so imagine like, the complete opposite mood. of that, Jay. <laughs> Every week. <laughs> that was my weekend. Right. Yeah. So you had death by a thousand cuts, right? That so was every match you were cuts. just like, ow, ow, ow. Everything I mean, that at, could have gone wrong went wrong. It was awful. Yeah, looking at your rank, Joe, you haven't had too many bad weekends, but um, going to someone who has had a bad weekend, should we bring your team up, As Come on. Oh, we can't put it off it. any longer. Can nah, we? So let's, let's just... Do it. I've already done this on the Scoutcast as well. I know. It's I, in a way. You have to do it twice a week. It must be agony because, <laughs> I mean, you know, when you have a bad game, it's the last thing you need. But go on, talk us through this tale of well. You better go for your team for the podcast. Yeah. Well, I guess. So the team the team on paper looked great. I, 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 I tweeted it out before the game week. I had loads of nice, nice comments. You know, the team looks really good at as, like you're going on for 100 points as you're going to do really well you always get not, that though don't you it was not 100 points so I've got Martinez in goal obviously didn't have a game but I didn't feel like it was worth a, a transfer uh, Chilwell James Lamptey Fernandez Son Mara his captain more on him in a second uh, Ziesh Yotta Jota Vardy Calvert-Lewin and then Mope still <laughs> still there on, on the bench um, I mean I know you know it was it was obviously going to be bad as soon as that City game um, finished because Mara's I played one of the best games I've ever seen him play for City. He was absolutely brilliant. Could have had two assists. Highest expected assists in the league. Uh, blanked. Got a bonus point, which kind of shows how, how well he played. But De Bruyne was captained by so many people. He was just the obvious pick. Uh, you know, I, I don't begrudge him. He got a penalty. We, need, we know he's on penalties. He, he did a great assist for Sterling. He deserved He deserved that. He, he could have he got, got more again. Could have got more, yeah. So that was pretty brutal. But then Fernandez was benched. Ziyech came off injured after 20 minutes. Jota was benched. Um, it, you know, just Leeds scored in the first sort of, what, five, five, six minutes, which ruined my double Chelsea clean sheet. It was just, it wasn't death by a thousand cuts. It was like guillotine, <laughs> constant guillotine <laughs> of all my body parts. I've I got to say, when, when we brought your team up, I saw, I saw Jay shaking his head already. So I wanted to go to him just then. But So what were you shaking your head about, Jay? What, what, what more responded? pay, mal pay. More more pay. pay. Yeah. You know I'm terrible at pronunciation. Well, he, he, I bought in Jota as the Mopay replacement and I didn't need to get rid of Mopay to bring him in. So Mopay is just there when I, because I, I didn't, because it's selling Mope. So like Mares to De Bruyne wouldn't have been possible just by selling Mopay. You see, so it wasn't like I got, Mopay isn't actually a, that big a problem in terms of, in terms of, the, if I move him down to Brewster, I only save 1.5, 1.6, which doesn't really help me that so much that's a lot and i like the way that mope has been taken off penalties just to just to decrease his value even yeah. more today it's like oh is he going this week as i know i know we'll get to transfers later but is he going this week no no he's gonna stick around <laughs> he's basically no, gonna be transfers. your podence i've done my he? transfers he's he's right, just he's yeah, just a bench okay. player he's like he's like yeah. brewster when, when i need the money 
Well, I need the money. I'll but get rid of him. He's but not like him. Brewster if he's one point five more expensive. That's that's the point, isn't it? And now he's not on pay. Yeah, he's, but Brewster's got, got a, Bru- Brewster's an enabler. Like, if I wanted to Bruin yeah. at this point, I'd need I'd need to take a minus eight, which would obviously involve Mope going out. Oh. But for now, for now, Mope stays. He's got Fulham coming up soon. He's going to bang a hat trick. You, you can mm. tell you're a Brighton fan. Not really. I don't want him. I hate him. I, I think he's. I think Jay, he's a terrible FPL pick, and he's a terrible player for Brighton. But Jay, he's not, ask he's not him about Lamptey. Go on, ask him about Lamptey as well, because he t- <laughs> he loves to talk about Lamptey being I the best fullback in the Premier League. <sighs> he's getting I, I twenty really, points soon. I I, re- I really don't want to. Uh, I I know where you're going with Lamptey. It's just he plays for Brighton. Come on, Az. Mm. But as we're about to see later on, Brighton's defence statistically keeps being like right up there with the very yeah. defense and finds a way to concede every game. I mean, I think you're just unlucky there, as I'm looking at you know your midfield. I did Thank watch that you. City That's game. That's all I wanted. That's all right, I wanted. the City game. Mares was brilliant, and and I don't like Mares, and I've I owned him at the uh, over the summer in the restart, and it was the most uncomfortable thing owning him because. He, he, I find him quite flaky. You know, his style of play will either get hat trick or, um, as we saw on Saturday, he'll not, he'll not, he'll not contribute very much. You've had a player injured, Ziyech, after twenty minutes. That hurts. And and Jota, I know we'll probably come to it in a bit. Obviously, with the Salah stuff, you were just a victim to rotation that we we kind of saw coming. Mm. But at the same time. Those three players could easily have all scored ten points each, and you'd be sat with another forty points. It was just one of those weeks. It was just one of those yeah, weeks. Yeah, Everyone yeah, gets them yeah, yeah. like once or twice a season. Just everything that could have gone wrong went wrong. And and the hopefully... thing is, you were punished, right? As we said, like everybody else did very well because the heavy hitters all came in. And you know, you took a punt on Mares. You had Ziyech, which is actually quite risky given how you know the template in midfield is there, isn't it? Uh, and you went Jota, it was always going to be a risk, and all three of them failed for you. And meanwhile, everybody, everybody came. It was everyone. It was everyone else hauling Kane, mm. De Bruyne, Salah. That's what really, really did it. Thing is, with my team, right? I, and it's what we talked about with um, because we're watching every match. I thought I was flying, and then obviously, as the game week went on, my rank increase went down, down, down. At one point, mm. you you technically said, "Oh, you're in the top one hundred thousand." But um, no, it just it, it just didn't happen, did it? And it was okay. When Suchek scored, I was yeah. like, "Oh, he's in for such a monster!" I know. Now. I was I was absolutely flying when Suchek scored, but it, it just wasn't to be after that. So um, I don't know. I I, I can't moan, can I? Because I got De Bruyne in, and he did the business again. Um, and you know, Kane, Calvert Lewin got the goal. Cancelo did all right for me. And Cancelo really should have done even better, shouldn't he? I mean, he was him and Mares down that. Right hand side for City looked so good throughout really the game. Really good, yeah. yeah. But you know, I took the clean sheet. It's fine. Disappointment Booster not starting again. I mean, it's like so predictable. It's my and it's, do you know what? It's one of the other reasons why I don't. I'm not in a mad rush to get rid of Mope because bro, I just don't want. I said it last. I just don't want Brewster. I'm getting Welbeck. Mm. If I move, if I move Mope down, I'm getting Welbeck. Yeah. Well, I'm, not, I'm not going for Brewster. Jay, um, my team's up on screen. I was just talking about Brewster. You got Brewster as well. Are you are you disappointed in him? Are you expecting anything out of him? Brewster? Yeah. I, I, I feel a bit aggrieved with Brewster. So I brought him in on the wild card, on the gamble that uh, I thought he'd either go on loan from Liverpool or obviously what happened, he got bought by another team. And I, I just don't understand really why he's not starting. I don't understand why they mm. paid all that money for him and... 
what did he get on Sunday? He got about 10 minutes at the end. Yeah. And you're at the bottom of the league and he's a young lad. He's a goal scorer. He spent a lot of money on him. It just doesn't really add up to me. So yeah. He was a weird signing for them. Do he think- doesn't suit their style mm. at all. He's completely unproven in the Premier League. And it smacks like, a bit a, like uh, what was he called at Bournemouth? Solanke. Solanke. That felt mm, the same. Or Jordan Ibe. I yeah. don't know how they keep getting so much money mm. for these like mm. completely unproven players. It's genius. Well, the thing is with Brewster, you're right, he is unproven. He had great potential. And I think Sheffield United just panicked. They were like, well, we need a goal scorer. We can see that. And he was the one available. Palace were in for him. But not many other teams went in for him other than Palace, it seemed. They were the only other mm. team to firm up their interest. I had great hopes for him, but you're right. The style of play for Sheffield United has not suited him. I think he is a decent player. But I don't but think he's, he's had the game time. Charged. I think you, you're right, maybe yeah. the style of play, but at the same time, you've got to, if you buy a number nine striker, your goal scorer, you've got to give him a run of games, haven't you? I know. I Especially know. when, you, when you've really... scored, what have they scored? About three? Yeah, I mean, so that's... Especially when you're lose. playing... Burke, yeah, you've, you, Burke you've, has to be one of the worst. Yeah, exactly. He was like, he was a a young, you know, been away in the Bundesliga, hadn't he? He's like a a flop, and and I don't even think he's a striker. Is he? I always thought he was a winger. No, he's a winger. Right? No. He was always a winger. At and front now he's playing up front, and com- Brewster's on the bench, and yeah. don't get it. Yeah, uh, Wilder's just gone for pace and power. Uh, Brewster doesn't necessarily bring that, and. I can understand it in a way, but it's really negative. You've got to give Brewster more minutes and give him and feed him. Yeah. He'll get goals, yeah. I think. Yeah. So we'll see. Let's get on to your team, Jay. Let's have, let's let's get to familiar territory for you. Um, you've got to be happy with the return, have you? Other than Brewster, obviously. You've got Bamford and Calvert-Lewin up yeah. front rather than Kane. Yeah. So you've gone Son rather than Kane. Um, do you... I mean, obviously, Podence is the weak link there. I had him for ages as well. Couldn't it's the employee that now. can't get fired. I keep... Like having yeah. him in a HR meeting and he, he survives like one more month. <laughs> he's not his HR files like yeah. that. See, he's your Mopay. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, is. yeah. He is his Mopay. We've all got but one. The, the, the irony of me. these players, um, of course, last week or the week before when he scored, he was on the bench. So he, it's so frustrating, isn't it? You stick with these guys and they, they let you down like that. Um, That's the beauty of Mopay. He never delivers. Yeah, I feel, I feel really sorry for because he, he just always gets subbed off, doesn't he? He's like the fall guy. Just you mm. know, like let the guy play a play a full game. Um, so yeah, pr- pretty happy with that. I'm just looking at it now. Uh, the, the main so ha- your team, your team for the podcast listeners. Do you want to read through your team because it's um it's it's a pretty strong line. Okay, so we know I'm bad at pronunciation. So Meslier, yeah, that's why it's all the fun though. Is that right? The Leeds goal. <laughs> M- Melier, 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 we go right. with, I think. Right, I can say Robertson, that's easy. Diaz, Chilwell, mm. De Bruyne, Pedence, Son, Bruno, Bamford, Calvert-Lewin uh, and Brewster. And then subs, Grealish was obviously, uh, didn't have a game and then the Mitchell and Ferguson I love the way you've got the Palace pair on the bench. Just in case one of them turns up. They sound like a detective duo, don't they, (laughs) They do. And I need a detective to go and find where they are. I've not seen them for about six game weeks. And Ferguson, well, spent big money on him, didn't they? And he was injured in pre-season and just hasn't... Has anyone seen him? Has Roy Roy seen him? There was a tweet. Yeah, there was a tweet of him smiling in training. So we've seen that. Oh, right. When was that? Yeah. 
That was last week. That was last... So oh, we know he, he smiled. on Jay's face. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like, oh, the only minutes. thing I could find online was like he went to give out some books at a primary school or something like that. And even the kids probably didn't know who he was. But he, I'll tell you what, Jay, when he gave those books out, he looked really sharp. <laughs> really, really sharp. <laughs> so hold on to him. Yeah. Hold on to him. No problem at all. Um, should we look at the great, the good? Because I put um, I put Jay in the in the perspective of this. This league, Jay, is um, effectively one that, that is run by Greyhead, who, who writes an article, a brilliant article on Fancy Football Scout. Read that every week if you can, mm-hmm. because he always manages to put a theme in there. Uh, and he's got me and Az in the top league by default, only only for fun, basically. So we feature on this show, to be honest, um, yeah. <laughs> with with Fabio Borge. Who, and Fabio Borge, Jay, is the current oh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, Hall yeah, of Fame yeah. guy. A lot of time for Fabio. Um, so he's, Mark, um, I was going to yeah. ask you, what was your highest rank in the Hall of Fame? You, 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 you I was in, top. You in top five. Yeah, no, Were I was top? top for a while. Yeah, nice. it was... Um, I was top for about six weeks, I think, a few seasons. But when I had that season, I was 114, 112 in the world. I think I was top for a while. Um, but it's so, I mean, like I looked and Jay, you're 57th in the world, which is really unforgiving given the season career you've had. And I'm like 80, I'm in the 80s, so I'm below you. I think if you have one kind of tepid season, you drop right out. And that's Fabio's secret, Fabio Borges. Just had incredible What's seasons. What's it uh, incredible calculated seasons. on? Is it like the last 10 years or the last five years? or what Yeah, it? well, it counts every season, but then as the seasons go back, the weighting of that season mm. is less. Uh, so it obviously counts your most recent seasons. As so it doesn't factor important. in that I've been playing since like the 80s or whatever. No, afraid, afraid not. <laughs> so, yes, length of service yeah, doesn't count. Um, so in, in the great and the good, Fabio Ball still out in front of FBL General, Magnus Carlsen, is third. Um, I'm in a in a tussle with with Neil from Fantasy Football Scout and Tom Freeman, who's had a good game week, had a very good game week. Came in with 89 points to mine 77. Um, as 51 points, we <laughs> fell 602,000 places. Oh my god! Oh. It's one. Of, it's one. It is honestly. I, I would say in all of my seasons playing FPL, I think it was my worst ever week. Is it worse because everyone else was doing well? Did that? Yeah. I mean, it was right. worse just because just because of how many people had De Bruyne or Salah captain or Kane. Like it was it was just such a bad week to have a bad week. And yeah. as soon as Mara's blanked, I knew it was going to be bad, mm. but it was probably even worse than I than I anticipated. Zaha as well. I mean, that was a real kicker, Zaha getting all those players for all of us, really. But yeah, yeah he's so highly owned. Um mm. yeah, nasty. What's interesting, if we look at the second table there, um, number of transfers made and hits. Obviously, I'm right out in front on hits. That might well go up to 24 after this week as well. Captain points. I thought I was doing well on 180 points. And to be fair, only FBL General's got more than me in the Great and the Good League. Look at Jay, 192 points on your captain. So wow. whatever you're doing on those, Jay, you're doing well. So is it? Is there a strategy? Is there a secret uh... this season? Clearly not. Yeah, I want to say that there is. But <laughs> Insightful, there, Jay. Good to have you back. There isn't, is there really? It's just, you've just got to, as we all know, if you get that right, that's the golden ticket, isn't it? That can save you. Mm, uh, so, you know, we talked about it before. So De Bruyne, uh, Saturday afternoon, what did he get? 11 points, was it? No, more. Whatever he got. So we're already, already you're well on your way, aren't you? And it's only, you know, you've got the rest of the weekend to go. So you get it right and it can save you. And, and to, to Az's point, if Mara's had scored, that would have stuck on probably another, what, 16 points maybe, if you'd include the bonus. Yeah, because so, he got a couple of bonus. Yeah. yeah. So it's a different story, isn't it? Based on one kick mm, of the yeah. football. 
So, I mean, I'm I'm selecting captains based mainly on fixture. I'm copying a strategy that a guy, Severt, got used last season. Because I look back at my last season and I captained people against the top six a few times and I didn't captain people, players against the bottom six Mm. often enough. So I'm doing more of that and I'm being more conscious of fixtures coming up and making sure I've got the right player. Um, Do you naturally do that? Do you naturally look ahead and think about it? I think so. I remember... Well, it was probably a few years ago when I finished. I can't remember. I finished pretty high. I can't remember where. Was it the year I did? I got like 100 and something, possibly. Um, I'm pretty high. <laughs> sorry, that sounded like... <laughs> it all rolls into one, doesn't it, Jay? Could have been any of them. <laughs> but um, I re- really vividly remember one Christmas going from like... I think uh, it was Ibrahimovic was playing. That's how long it was, however long ago that was. And going from like Costa and then having to move that night to... to you know, beat the price rise and then Ibrahimovic playing like two days later and then even factoring in a little bit on rotation and really making sure I had that key captain every time but wasn't um, taking points hits ideally to get them. Uh, and I remember it just worked really well. And obviously it's it's pretty obvious that's a great strategy, but it's not always that easy to do. Um, so mm-hmm. as you, as we can see like down the line, the, the Spurs fixtures swing again, don't they, in game week 16, I think it is. Kane, you know, yeah. people are probably going to get rid of Kane and or Son and or both, um, and then it's going to be hard to get them. It's going to be hard to get Kane back in when you've got a, all the money in midfield without without mm. doing a points hit. Yeah, so it is important to look at. And another thing I've ne- noticed here: your team value is second only to Magnus Carlsen. He's his team value is one hundred and four point one. Yours is out one hundred and three point one. Yeah. He's played. I mean, you've both played the wild card, so that might have helped. But do you, what, how do you approach team value? Because there's a lot of lot of contro- not controversy, but me, but me and Az are in the camp where early transfers mm. do it when you can and try and get value in. And there's there's a school of thought which is very popular, which is don't do early transfers, which you know because you you get more information, therefore it's better to have that. Yeah. Where do you sit on that? Because your team value hints that you you have made some early transfers. No, no, I do it like I've I've always done it as late as possible. So I remember right. saying to you, when you you as three first met, I remember saying to you that um, I'd see. I'd invest 0.1, 0.2 in having all the information. That's more valuable to me. He's one of them, Mark. Yeah, he's one of them. Yeah, it's, it's just me and you as against but the world. The, the, other, the <laughs> other thing is it's a bit of paranoia. Whenever I have, or more often than not, if I've gone early for no reason, just because like maybe I'm going out on the beers and I just want to get it done and out of the way on a Friday or something, um, it always comes back. There's always some weird problem, you know, and it like you find out that player's injured about half an hour later at seven o'clock on mm. a Friday, and you're like, "What?" Um, so I, I always keep it as as late as I can, as late as I can. Even on a Saturday morning, mm. if I'm not doing anything, I'll do it at like eleven twenty eight, just in case. Like, especially in the COVID season, you just never know, do you? Yeah, what might it's, happen? It's tricky this week because you've got the Champions League games and Europa League games every week, and then you've got the the, the COVID situation as well. So. It's obviously not a stupid strategy yeah. at all, but it, it has felt like there's been times where like, I've, I've made early transfers this week because I, I took ZH out because um, he's injured. So it felt less risky because obviously he's not going <laughs> to... He, I mean, actually, his injury was less bad than I, I thought it was going to be. I thought he was going to be out for ages, but it looks like it's going to be two weeks. Um, but I, I still think there is... there is You know, I mean, do, the early transfers I've made this week have already netted me 0.3. I mean, what you might Team say is, we'll, we'll, as come, well... We'll come on to that in a um, bit. But. On the other hand is... And I bet everybody goes through this. You spend. Do you find that on a Sunday morning or a Monday morning, you wait, you make very clear decisions about what you're going to do next week? 
So, for example, uh, what I've started doing is writing it down on a piece of paper that I keep yep. in, the, in the bathroom next to Lou, right? So then when I'm there on a Sunday, I write down, this is what we're going to do next week. And then on the Friday when I'm going mad because I've watched all these you know, YouTube things and been on Twitter and read all the team news, when I'm going like, ah, what am I going to do? I just go back to this piece of paper from last week, which is just really rational. So for you guys making your transfers you early, that. you're not you're not going through all that mental torture that everybody tonight is going, what do I do with Salah? Well, if you'd gone for him on Monday night, you can just chill out, can't you? Yeah, that, there is that. There is that. And as did do that, didn't you? Well, it, it's funny It's funny that, uh, Jason, because I, I, one of my Black Box lessons at the start of the season was write down my... My as soon as I um as soon as the deadline passes and I look at my team for the next week, write down what my immediate thoughts are of what I want to do, and I said I haven't done it, <laughs> I just haven't done yeah. it, and I've ended up making last minute moves for players like Mares when when I mean I knew De Bruyne was going to be was going to be the best option this week. I'm not I'm not denying that, but it's funny how as the week goes on, you can convince yourself that that moves that you probably wouldn't have considered at the start are, are better and better ideas. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I I think that is a that is a really good way to play. I think definitely the most sense we make is at the start of the week, and the least sense we make is right at the very end. Um, especially when it's like making transfers. I I made transfers like a minute before the deadline, um, and I can tell well, that's numerous rushed, times. Or cap- captain changes, yeah, last minute captain yeah, changes. Yeah, they're yeah, the worst. Yeah, that is really tough. I I'm fascinated by the idea of writing down your thoughts and of FBL thoughts and putting them in the in the bathroom or the toilet. Not not because to see not actually in the toilet. Form. That's as his team. My, no, mine's no, like well, in the may, maybe in some cases it should be, but to keep them to keep them in the toilet. And uh, I just want to see what effect that would have on my relationship. To see whether Pip would actually just pack my bags and go. You're now leaving yeah. notes about. Things. I know the hidden. Yeah, this is, is too hidden. much. It's yeah, hidden. that would be. You know, that would be like. Is it? Oh yeah, yeah. that that would be really weird, wouldn't it? If you found your partner. Okay, I really want to go to Jay's there. house and find his FBL notes in his. But funnily, where's your toilet, Jay? What's written on it? We'll, we'll probably get a tour of it later, Mark. Yeah, so. we were, we were, yeah. I did write on it the other day, like something about Pedence. I was like, look, because I've been getting really, you know, Pedence needs Does to get rid of Pedence. No, no, I've written on it like, look, Pedence <laughs> isn't that bad. He plays for Wolves in an attacking team, and he's at, he's Out good at football. Like, he, yeah. to, I watch him play football. Well. He's good at football, and he should yeah. be good at FPL. So I've kind of written it on there. To stop me thinking, oh, I need to get rid of him because you don't. It's not. It's not urgent, is it? He's not. He's not a complete. I tell you. I tell you. When you win FBL, Jay, you can publish these as scribbles from the toilet. Toilet seat notes. Or oh, yeah. yeah. You can see nice. it published, can't yeah. you? Yeah. FBL scribbles from the toilet. That'd be amazing. That'll sell well. Let's <laughs> uh, let's look at the top ten k. Um, this is the top ten k template. Uh, as you, know, you spotted some interesting movements, maybe if you can I talk did. about movements having yeah, come so... from the toilet. <laughs> so remember with these this is this is the team before the game week starts so as soon as the game refreshes um the 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 top 10k template updates and yeah there was some quite sort of significant moves this week so um so martinez fell out of the of, as the goalkeeper he was the i think he's yeah. the highest owned goalkeeper um and mendy's come in uh, mm. and mendy's come in at really low ownership only 8.9% so it's um it's interesting cuz you know, we've we got used to. I mean, Martinez was twenty five percent. I think it shows that people have gone in completely different directions with Martinez. It's not like everyone just went to Mendy. You had people going for uh, Melier. You had people going for um, had Johnston on your recommendation, Mark. Yes. Yeah. Oh, 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 no, no. Let, let me rewind. I'm sure I didn't. No. Uh, uh, 
because I was tempted as well, but in the end, I just left him, and he actually scored just as many points as, as everyone else. Yeah. Um, some other interesting moves. I mean, James has come in um, for for Kilman, so the Chelsea double up I think is is becoming more more popular. Uh, Grealish left, which mm. I thought was interesting. Um, I took him out as well. I regret it because the player I bought in blanked. Um, but Grealish basically came out for Salah, which was interesting. Salah came kind of straight back in um, and delivered massively. Uh, James Rodriguez finally left the template and we saw uh, Jota come in. Um, and Zaha left, which is interesting. It's called a massive yeah. haul, yeah. Um, but he's out. And and De Bruyne came in. And I mean, what's really interesting is, is uh, you look at that midfield now and I mean, it's Son, it's Salah, it's De Bruyne, it's Fernandez, And then and up front... You've got Kane and Vardy there in the most owned and Calvert-Lewin. So obviously there aren't teams that have all of these players. But what it shows is there's just there's so many premium picks at the moment that, that people are going for. So the combination of those picks and the ones you have is is just like, it just seems to be that's that's going to define your season. If you get the right combination in, if you if you risk it and you and you chop and change, you take them out and you, you nail that, there's massive potential there. Um, yeah, I, I can never remember seeing it. It's so unbalanced. The template is, is was my was what I noticed from it. Apart from Jota, the midfield is is all is all expensive players. Well, we, all over well, we haven't got million. we haven't got that gimme cheap midfielder or cheap striker that no. everyone's got in their team. So that so there's no sign of a budget player in that lineup. Well, ba- Bamford will be back in next week. Bamford will be back in yeah. next week. I'm sure the yeah, fixtures, okay. the, the the form he's in. I think Vardy will be out for for Bamford. Um, he's mm. he he is he is great value. I think. Going, going There's not really any, um, you know, between eight, say eight and nine million in both midfield no. and attack. Is there? There's like you know, just Calvert Lewin and Bamford that are cheap. It's either six, six, seven, yeah, or, or the or big like eleven. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's really tricky from that point of view. It's interesting as well. Chelsea now have two of the defenders and the keeper and one of the keepers. Mm. It's like the move to the Chelsea defence is just ongoing. And you can well, see there's why. Three, there's three Chelsea. There's three Chelsea defenders yeah. in, the, in the template. Justin, oh, of course, um, Zuma. Justin, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Zuma. Zuma, yeah. James and Chilwell. It's, yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people would only have, I mean, there can't be many with a triple up uh, there. But yeah, certainly two, I think, is is getting really popular. Yeah, it's great. Nice to see Reese getting in there, though. That's nice to see. Yeah. Uh, transfers oh, at the top ten. One, yeah, sorry, cool. one move I did yeah. do. One move I yeah. did. I took Semedo out. Yes, I know. <laughs> I'm surprised I you took didn't Semedo out for James. I was quite happy about that. When he scored the own goal, I was like, oh, thank God. Thank God yeah, I got and, one and, move. And Reese got an assist. So Can you imagine if I'd had a Semedo own goal as well on top of that week? I'd have... <laughs> so close. So close. That would have been misery for you. Um, so the transfers mm. made... And the top players, Mares, he's top there. So your man that you bought in, the top ten guy you followed you, yeah, yeah. Couldn't believe. I mean, that. was that was yeah. that inspired by you on this show? No, of course not. No, but even so, <laughs> I, it, it was the same as me. I think it's just done out of kind of necessity. I think we had, I had Grealish, and I had the money to upgrade to Mares for free. Um, I couldn't go for De Bruyne unless I completely ripped my team apart, and. I know it kind of almost, you know, a lot of people said it's points chasing, but I saw enough from him in that Burnley game and Pep's comments saying he was nailed on to play that mm. Fulham game. I thought, I, I just thought he was a really strong option. Um, it was quite nice seeing this and knowing that other people were <laughs> followed suit, but yeah, it didn't, didn't go well for us. How, how much do you yeah. like read in? This is the top 10K currently, isn't it? This season, basically. How yeah. much do you read into it as like a really strong reference point? I think as as the season progresses, it gets it gets a, it becomes a better reference point. I mean, in my mind, 
the top I mean I know I'm absolutely miles away from it in the moment but the top 10k is is still what I kind of aim for yeah. um so kind of knowing what's going on with them I, I think is quite useful um yeah it's, it's difficult I mean you know at the moment I, I you can you can get a bit too obsessed with it just like you can get a bit too obsessed with what you know like what you and Mark are doing like I could be when in reality I just need to focus on my own yeah. team and and worry about it but I think I think it's interesting to to see that you know, when you when you see something like all those premium picks in the mix, and it's not just Salah and De Bruyne, and then a load of like Zaha's and Stucheks and Jotters, I think it just shows that there's there's potential if you get it right to still move up to still move up pretty quickly. Because I just I think where I'm okay. going with that, and I don't mean any disrespect to anyone who is currently in the top 10k, but I would argue that at any one point that could be built up of people that may be you know, novices or n- not as experienced as other FPL managers who've played a, a long time and therefore will make moves that an experienced manager wouldn't make that on the one hand might pay off hugely, but on the other hand, as we've seen with Mahrez, didn't pay off. Yeah, yeah. I think as no, the I'm... season goes on, that applies less. Yeah. But yeah, yeah of course early season, I think in the, the first end. 10 game weeks, I think that, because there'll be people who played chips and got into yeah, the Yeah, exactly. Or, like, you know, like people's, like Gran have put a team in or something and, you know, or cats. Yeah, yeah. There's, a, there's a cat that's doing yeah. rather well. Oh, really? Yeah. All right, cool. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it, definitely. <laughs> I, I think we have to be careful putting too much stock in the top 10K too early in the season. But I, we like to keep track of it just to see, because we aspire to the top 10K. Yeah. And um, obviously, you know, we, we that's it's almost like you get into the top million, top 500K, top 100K, top 10K, and top 10K. And then when you get in the top 10K, it's like, well, where do we go from here? Mm. Well, we don't know. Mm. It depends how we play the chip. So it's it's... It's steps, isn't yeah, it, really? Yeah. So, you know, as an eye, I definitely aspire to get in the top 10. It's, I mean, it's like, funny how that that doesn't change. I mean, you know, from when, I mean, when when Jay started playing, when I, when I started playing in 2008 or whenever it was, you had like, what, a million people less, probably. Mm. And it was probably still, if I finished 10K, that's good. But now it's seven and a half million people and it still feels 10K is still still the target. When in reality, mm. it's... 100k is is a better finish but i'm not i'm not buying it i i still i still think 10k 10k is is always is always my aim if i finish if i finish in the top 100k i'm i'm i just kind of move on i think but if 10k is for me is still a good season yeah well we set our goals at the start of the season and i said i needed the top 1000 finish so me too That's kind of a <laughs> no, you just don't know you just don't know <laughs> All right, let's look at some data. Uh, team defence. I mean, what we take from this is that move the top 10K to the Chelsea defence. It's backed up by this data because they just keep getting further and further out in front. Look at the minutes per big chance conceded, 94.2 over the season. So they're conceding, on average, less than one big chance a match. And the nearest, yeah, I mean, the nearest to that is Spurs out at 87.2. Now, Spurs defence is improving. We can see it every week in Marino's tactics and... I don't think they've conceded for, is it four games, five mm. games? So they are definitely the most improved defence. But Chelsea are just consistently the best so far this season. And City, City, Spurs and, and Chelsea are the three that are really emerging. If you look at the last four game weeks in the lower table, you see Chelsea still out in front, even over the last four game weeks, despite Spurs' run of form. But it's City and Spurs and United in there as well. I mean, United, United defence, I still don't trust. Mm. I mean, I mean... I, I don't think I'll have a United defender all season. How, how are you feeling about your defence, Jay? I mean, is there anyone outside of what you've got now that you're looking at in terms of team? No, I'm pretty pleased because I've got uh, Chilwell was a good move. Robertson I really like. And uh, I've got I got in on Diaz, which was a, a bit of a duffer because I took a minus four for him and then he got naught away at Spurs. 
But then since then, he's had two mm. back-to-back clean sheets and he just looks he looks quite a threat from set pieces and he looks quite... Yeah, yeah, yeah he City, does. City have really come on, I think, in the last few weeks. I think they're really going going to go pretty big, I think, over Christmas. So I'm quite pleased well, to the, have, him, have him in, you know, be on him early. The data shows that they're minutes per chance, 12.1, so they're conceding chances... They're conceding fewer chances than they have a defence now. Right. Um, so they are the top defence for that. I, um, I so, Demon, what, what's interesting as well in this table, look where Everton are. Everton, in the last four game weeks, we picked them out last week. They're not getting any better. Second bottom for yeah. uh, last four game weeks and fourth bottom overall um, when you sort my minutes per XG conceded. So that they are Hanson, just sliding away. Well, and also sort Chelsea go to Goodison Park this week. So you've got to think, I mean, this is why I'm backing Chelsea to do pretty well. I reckon they're going to get three, maybe four goals in that game because I think that Chelsea's form is strong. Everton's defensive form is absolutely won't. I mean, Pick, so Pickford, you, you know, whilst I don't like singling out players and pointing fingers, it's all their fault. I mean, I don't think he helps, does he? He's, he's you know, he's, he's looked, his decision-making is, is bizarre at times, all season. And they, and they had that, Game where they put is it Olsen the reserve? They put yeah one game, yeah, yeah. but it was that really weird. No matter what you do, mate, you're back on the bench next week. That was odd. Yeah, that was really odd. He was better against Burnley. I thought he he looked a bit more assured and made a couple of good saves. But there's always that risk with him. You you always get that sense that he could just do something. I think whatever level of football you played (laughs) in, if you've got a goalie behind you that in the back of your mind you just don't trust, it really does affect your your defence. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, right now, I mean, I, luckily Dina got injured for me because I would probably have held him for the attacking yeah. potential. Yeah, yeah. But I think, you know, obviously with the injury, he had to go. But I'm so kind of wedded to my attacking fullback. So sometimes I forgive the fact they're not keeping clean sheets. I mean, I had Trent and Robertson early season. I held them perhaps too long. I want one of them back now. But Look I'm just thankful. I, I, I agree oh, yeah. with that. I'd say <laughs> definitely for the Liverpool fullbacks. Um, I, the clean sheets are a complete bonus. Just by the, mm. the, the fact, the way that they're set up, and as, I guess Chilwell as well, the, those teams score so many goals that if they're scoring three or four goals a week, there's like six to eight chances you've got of a goal or, or an assist. And then if they get a clean sheet at the end, that's a, you know, it's just an, an added bonus, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, they're about the only fullbacks where you can do that with because they're so attacking and Liverpool score mm. so many goals. Yeah. Dina pushes it a bit. I mean, he did look good. I, mean, I love I love Dina. I really, really yeah. like him. I, and I, it's, he's like he's like Baines all over again, isn't he? Like you know, mm. minus the penalties. But I, I'm he's, he was in my team at the end of last year, and he didn't do great. And I nearly brought him in before that Fulham game, and he got two assists. I think that's maybe when mm. I went for Diaz actually, with the with the longer term view. Um, but I really like him, and you're right. Though, it's a shame Everton just let in so many. But they were playing wing backs in that game, and I was rubbing my hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dino at a wing back, even with the goals conceded. Happy days. Yeah. Um, and they and they've lost that. They've lost that in their attack as well, which is why you know it's concerning to see their they've attack got ben kind of slip away a little bit. Not a fullback. <laughs> he's fitting in everywhere. Utility I mean, he's, he's basically he's doing a great job, but Poor he's just ben. he's just not. I mean, they're going to have him at right back, I guess, and a Wobie at left. I'd have him in goals, back, maybe. Well, I mean, <laughs> he's probably played there for Norwich, isn't he? Um, we're looking at attacks now. Liverpool attack, and we're going to talk about that in detail very soon. Still out in front over the season. Minutes, 29.9 minutes per big chance this season. So they're, they're still 
in terms of the quality of the chances they're creating, they are the attack to get on. Minutes per XG, 47.8, so they're out in front for that. And even if you take penalties out of the equation, they're out in front for that 52.9 as well. City, in terms of number of chances, are the best attack out there. So slightly ahead of Liverpool. But it's the quality of chance where Liverpool got the edge on, on City at the moment. So, I mean, it's been the story, isn't it? We've seen it with the eye test. City creating chances, but not guilt-edge chances like Liverpool. And they're going to need to. They've been quite wasteful. As they well, have, yeah. yeah, I think you are. Um, and then you and then you see, like against Fulham, they just sit, they get went two goals up, and at about seventy five minutes, they just didn't even try. <laughs> they just completely, but they were just you could just tell they were completely happy with the two nil. Um, kick the ball around. Fulham can get yeah. the ball. They took the two nil. I, th- I think it's I frustrating. Think, um, you're right, but I just it's just not quite clicked into place for City with the personnel. You know, injuries and Aguero's been out, and um, uh, Sterling had an injury, didn't he? And then he, was it last week? I can't remember. It was the week before, wasn't it? He didn't play at all in the Burnley games. Aren't right? Something wrong with Sterling, though. Yeah. What's your theory on him? Uh, he just, was it about 18 months ago and he was, was it Guardiola compared him to Messi? Do you remember that? <laughs> it's always a curse. Or that, you know, his third best. <laughs> he did, yeah, Do you he remember? did. Uh, you know, or yeah. it might not have been his, he is like Messi. It might have been like, this guy is on the trajectory to be like Messi. Mm. And I think mm. the problem with Sterling is he just he doesn't make me feel comfortable when I watch him as a as a, irrespective of FPL as a foot as a football fan. He, do, he never looks in control. You know when you you, you know when you compare the, the player I always felt looked in control all the time was Suarez. Do you remember when you used to watch Suarez? Mm. He just looked like he was this master at just knowing what he was doing. Uh, technically so good. Um, whereas you, you you contrast Sterling, he'll go around the keeper and you just think he's going to fall over, or he, do, he misses. Is, is that chances. not part of his? Is that not part of his kind of like? Because I've thought that about Sterling as well, but in a way, I kind of feel like it makes him quite hard to defend against. Because <laughs> yeah. you always kind of sense that he's going to fall over, and then he doesn't, and he goes past you, or he, I don't know, I the way he, even the way he runs and stuff. Like I don't know, I think it's part of of what. Makes him a, a talent. Yeah, it's, it's a bit more unpredictable. You might, you I've, I've, right. I don't know. It's. I, I just. But I, I mean, he's I he's prone. He's prone to being off form for quite long periods, which is. He, he did a point. classic as that. Mara's put him through in like the opening ninety seconds in oh, that game, and as, as you probably know. How did he miss right. that? Uh, that? That's the frustration that I don't like. I was sat watching that game, and I'm just like, he's not going to score. He should do. Um, and you know, contrast. Let's say I know I said Suarez before. But let's say Kane is just so controlled in what he does. When he when he misses, it's just because it might be a good save or it's like very narrowly wide. But his technique is very consistent. Whereas I just think Sterling is, yeah, just I don't know, just just don't like him then, Jay. It's just not reliable. I've got, he's, he's I've got him on my wall. Yeah, yeah I know. He's, he's, he's a hero for I mean, he for saved, me last he saved year, my season last year. He did. And I got him out just as he you got him in and he did that for you. I mean, he, he's a player that I've endorsed heavily in the past, but this season I've gone nowhere near him. And he hasn't done anything so far to make me think that's... It an, says a lot. Do you remember last season, he, did he have a couple of penalties? No, he had one in a Wolves game, so mm. I had him in my yeah, team. In the, and yeah, I, so did I. And I wanted to get rid of him and I ended up with him and then he, he was taking the penalty. That, to me, sums him up. And if you wanted to give one little piece of footage, it, it, it was like just such a pathetic, weak penalty 
Whereas <laughs> I just think a player that is reliable and has conviction, even if they miss, they just put their foot through the ball, you know, and it's the way they strike the ball. Whereas with him, I, I don't know, he's just... He scored in that game, though. I think. He did. He did. He did. I'm, not, I'm not articulating my point very well, but I don't, I don't know if people are kind of understanding what I'm saying. I just, I think, I think unreliable is is the is the right word. Yeah. No, I, I know you want you want a player in your FPL team for that money who mm. every time you get they get the ball, you think they're gonna nail it. And Sterling and 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 Mahrez is is Mahrez is the same. Um, Mahrez has the same problem. It's, He's got the potential to be an absolute world beater, or he's got the potential to blank. And even when he plays well, he can still blank. And I think that's a, we saw it with Sterling earlier in the season. He played up, he played as a false nine against Sheffield United. I think he had probably the best game he's had all season. Right. Blanked t- two points. Um, and you look at someone like De Bruyne because they've got the insurance of the penalties. Um, I mean, De Bruyne had a good game against um, Fulham anyway, but didn't need it. He, he did one. He could have just done one pass, scored the penalty, and he's got 14, 13, 14 points. I mean, having having that point. option in your team is just so, so strong. But when you're spending the money you have to on Sterling, you want some consistency. And you just don't know yeah. when to captain him, right? You know, away from home, he was stronger than at home last season, heavily. And De Bruyne filled in the gaps. He was strong at home. But this season, it is, there's no pattern to Sterling delivering. And you, you just don't know week to week, if you've got him, what you're going to get from him. But you need to put the captaincy on a player of that value. And you can never do it with Sterling. Yeah, and that, that's the contrast with KDB, moment. isn't it? As a footballer, is that he will go on a pitch and even if he's playing badly, he will deliver through balls in a certain way. He will make a run in a certain mm-hmm. way. He will execute a shot in a certain way. And if you don't end up with a load of FPL points, it's just because... It's not. It's not because necessarily he's done anything hugely wrong or, um, uh, you know, completely different. It's consistent. Whereas with Sterling, it just doesn't feel, um, feel. You know, it's just not the same sort of player in, in the in the way that he executes his his manoeuvres. Mm. Well, he's not in the mix for the heavy hitters, but a player that is. Let's get on to the main topic. We need <laughs> to discuss. Let's talk about Salah um, because. I was all set to, to I mean, I, I, I'd made my notes. I'd left him in the toilet. Mm-hmm. It was basically Bamford coming in um, for Calvert-Lewin and uh, Bruno to Salah is what I was doing. I was even on the podcast, the official one on midweek, and I said, that's what I'm doing. And then at the end of the podcast, right at the end, I said, oh, unless, of course, Salah turns up tonight, thinking that was never going to happen. No ch- Oh, what are the chances of him turning up tonight? Um, maybe he'll play 20 minutes coming on the sub, but he ain't going to start. And then he did. He did. He played the game. And not only that, he played 90 minutes. Um, and what we've got up on screen is the minutes he's played since he's returned from COVID. I've so got he played so many thoughts. 61 minutes against Atalanta, <laughs> 63 against Brighton. So he's eased back. 90 against Ajax, 90 against Wolves, and 90 against, I can't even pronounce that Danish team's name, Mid- Midland. <laughs> I'm not even going to go there because I've just offended. I don't know how many supporters they they got. Not too many, hopefully. Um, but the fact is, he's had three consecutive 90 minutes now. Going into a Christmas period where they got Fulham Sunday, Spurs with two days of rest in between on the Wednesday, and then Palace again at the weekend, the follow, with again two clear days after that. I now think there is some doubt. Enough doubt where I'm worried now about taking a hit and getting rid of Calvert-Lewin, which is quite a lot of surgery. I'm getting rid of a player who's already getting me points um, and I'm getting rid of Bruno with the idea that eventually I'll get him back, but I'm spending four points. So Salah's already got to deliver to, or, or Bamford has over Calvert-Lewin to do that. So I'm worried now. 
as you've already made the move, so we've got two different perspectives there. So I'll come to you first. How are you feeling about it, having already got Salah in? What, what's, what's your concern? Yeah, or have well, you got I'm, any at all? Well, I, I made the move early. Um, I had to get ZH was going down. Uh, Bamford looked like he was going up. Um, and yeah, so I, I've, I've already done Vardy and ZH to Bamford and, and Salah <clears throat> and already made point three, I think, on those moves because Salah's gone up as well. Uh I'm I'm not I saw him in the lineup and I thought my biggest worry was injury. If he gets an injury, then I'm I'm gonna have a big problem. I was surprised that he he lasted the 90 minutes, but absolutely no part of me is worried. I, I think he starts at the weekend. They they can't they just can't afford to drop points at the moment. And he's had his rest in theory with with, with the COVID. He, he you know he's missed two he, he played 60 minutes in two games. Um, got subbed off early. hadn't played for uh, a week before that. Um, th- there's there's lots of posts around uh, how Klopp uh, picks his players based on fitness, according to his fitness team and and levels. So I think there's a, a tier yeah. system of red, I, I amber, read the and, and green. Yeah, quite an interesting article. Mm. Um, and you know him leaving him on sounded to me from his comments like it was a fitness thing, and he felt fine. And so why would he take him off? I don't think that anyway indicates that he's he's gonna he's gonna be benched um, against Fulham. I, mm. I I think like obviously Mane is safer because he's he's missed he's missed the game. But I mean Jota played the ninety minutes as well. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he went back to Firmino, Salah, and Mane, and Jota was benched. And I think that I think that's that's more likely. Well, we're, but we're to me, the biggest yeah, cool. to me the biggest thing is I think this is just a classic case of overthinking. Like you're trying, you're trying to predict a manager based on minutes and what they're going to do. It's Salah. He's playing Fulham. They're terrible. I'm just captaining him. It's, it, it just, mm. it's, a, it's just a no. It, it's the same as De Bruyne last week. It's a no-brainer captain Salah this week. I think. You really think so? I, I don't think yeah. it's quite as straightforward as that because of what we've seen. I mean, I, I was just. I mean, when we look at Mane and how he's managed his minutes, that's what makes me wonder whether there is. Because I mean, the thing is, Klopp has said yes. There is a theory that he's trying to he's eased Salah back in. You can see that sixty-one minutes, sixty-three. Then he's played three consecutive ninety minutes. Right? I question whether he needed to play ninety minutes last night, having played ninety minutes against Ajax and Wolves. I just don't get it at all. But I, th- I think um, that's the, when that's, he could have picked. King. That's the challenge, isn't it, Mark? It's what we don't know. The, the big question is why. You know, Klopp mm. has made some very spirited. Uh, statements and interviews and upset reporters by complaining about the five sub thing and complaining about the television schedule and the first opportunity he has where he could have rang us three up and put us in the team um, he decided not to he decided (laughs) to take uh, a lot of the first team players and play them and not only that obviously play play Salah for the the full game so I think you need to look look at the question another way which is um, is it something to do with building up his fitness post-COVID? I mean, I was looking at some of the stuff this morning. So he didn't have a game from the 8th of November to the 25th of November. So there'll be other players yeah, that played. Days. Right, so they'll have played two or three international games. Uh, what were the other things that I'd... Uh, right, one of the things was like, I, I, it seems to me that Salah is a rhythm, what I'd call a rhythm player. So he seems to prefer to play a match than maybe train. I don't know. These are the bits we don't see behind the scenes. Is he now sat at home with a day off? Whereas otherwise he'd have been doing an intense training session. We don't know. You know, we're going off the, the stuff we can see. Um, 
so it's more a case of like you know why uh why has Klopp done that and then secondly the the bit is um which I was looking at is as you said there you think Fulham are terrible I don't think Fulham are that bad mm-hmm. right and hear, hear me out so I thought they looked okay against City at the weekend. And I don't mean that in any way they were going to get a draw or maybe even score, but I thought they looked united as a team. I thought they changed their strategy at half-time a bit, made a couple of subs to make sure they didn't get absolutely tonked. And, it, and it, you know, getting a 2-0 away at City, for them, I think it's like winning. That's pretty good, yeah. isn't it? I know, um, it's a good result. When yeah, I boiled yeah. it down even more... Uh, they've taken seven points since game week four. That's the same as Arsenal. Everton have only taken eight in that time. So if you scrap, Arsenal the, are not a good right, bar though. So if you take, yeah. No. So if you scrap <laughs> the first three games, um, you then look at the last two games: Leicester and Man City away. That record is played to one one, lost one, four two against three points three. If you'd have rewound two weeks and I'd have put that up on the screen and gone, "What do you think?" You'd have gone, "No way." Like, no chance. That's not going to look, look like that. And then finally, they're, they're 11th in the form table. And had they scored one of those two penalties they missed, the Cavalero one or the that Penenka from Luckman, Luckman yeah. that, let's just assume that would have got them another draw. They'd be ninth in the form table. So, mm. they, so, so is your point that Klopp can't under... My, my, yeah, so what, I'm going a long way about it. My point is, people are saying, oh, he's giving him a game against Midgeland or whatever they're called, and he's going to have the day off against Fulham. And I'm like, Fulham aren't that bad. Fulham away. And another factor is they'll have, they'll have some fans in. Is that right? Is, that going to be, is this going to be the first... Fulham should right? have, yeah. So it's if, their if first home game of the season where they've been allowed fans. Mm. They're on a reasonable run where they've actually won a game recently away at Leicester and played all right last week you know if you look at that in a condensed that 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 you know the last two games I think Klopp would be uh very naive given how tight the league is at the top to to be planning this elaborate I'm going to play Salah away in this dead rubber and then give him the weekend off that just seems bizarre yeah and 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 the other thing is, I mean, Klopp said about that game. He, you know, he said, you know, we wanted to rest as many players as we could, but we still needed a couple of leaders out on the pitch. Mm. So he's picked he's picked some players in in the in the starting lineup who he thinks can kind of lead the team. So Jota was there, Salah well, was there. Pick Kenny Dalglish um, or Carragher. That's what I'd have done if it was. You know what I mean? If it was that big, that might have been enough. Yeah, and I mean, there's someone in the chat saying about the, the you know, they, they got two, two and a half, they would have got two and a half million, I think, if they'd won that game. Okay. Or something like that. Um, so there was, you know, it wasn't a complete, it wasn't a complete, there was still, you know, reasons to, to go out and put a strong performance. Um, there was something, on, are you bringing him in then, Jay? Yeah. Um, there was, sorry, there was something, no, I'm Mark. just looking at my, I'm not looking at my phone being rude. There was a headline on the BBC website and I woke up, it was like Salah breaks European scoring record, mm, something yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah, for Liverpool. Right. So we, again, yeah. you don't know, do you? He could have just gone to uh, Clark. I don't know if these conversations happen. These are like when you're a schoolboy and you imagine how it happens. Like, hi, Gaffer, can I play? And it's like, no problem. I want to break the record. Of course record. you can, Mo. Exactly, exactly. I'm sure that doesn't happen. But you know what I mean? He he, he might, as a perfect, as an elite sportsman, say, I want that record. Well, that Klopp said afterwards he didn't know he was in a position to break that record. When he when the press said that, Klopp went, oh, oh really? is it, well, I didn't know. So I don't, right, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe who knows? I mean, it's it's... I don't know. It's, I, I look at it as well. I look at his record, last his appearances over Christmas last year. And obviously they had the World Club Championship as well there. Yeah. 
And so Salah was absolutely flogged then without too much of an issue. He did get a rest in early November. That was the previous one. But he played an awful lot of minutes over Christmas. But the only thing there is Klopp didn't have Jota. And, and I think we've said this on the show for a couple of episodes now. When you throw Jota in there as somebody that Klopp trusts yeah. a bit, to replace Manny and Sam. That's the only bit of doubt, right? If Jota wasn't around, we wouldn't be having this discussion because there's no way Rigi plays instead of Salah at the weekend. But he could play Curtis Jones in the in the more attacking midfield role when he could play Jota as part of the three with Firmino and Mane. So there is a, that's what gives me a little doubt. Right. And last night, it was a big doubt. I woke up this morning and I felt better about it. And, you know, I, I looked at some of the data. I'm feeling, I'm feeling much more positive that he's going to start. I think what you need to get him in the, the important issue, Mark, is not, um, is, is salary yes or no? That's what everyone's mm. focused on, me included. You know, you're thinking mm. that it's actually who to get rid of out your team to bring him in. That's what mm. people need to. I, I actually thought, woke up the other day and thought, I might just not get him at all. And I think De Bruyne is a great captain option this week. And he's got subsequent. You know fixtures, um, so you know in your case you losing who who is it Calvert Lewin and I'm losing Bruno <laughs> right I mean because because I don't think Bruno right okay it's hard, so you, it's tough, right yeah. so in my case I'm the same I'd lose Son or Bruno I've got the money mm. in the bank I don't mm. have to take a hit but I mean that's a really hard decision and and, and to, mm. to to look at losing Bruno um, not just forget the game week upcoming game week but for Christmas you've basically binned him haven't you for for Christmas no well I, I I'd have enough money if I do the Bamford DCL to uh, sorry Calvert-Lewin to Bamford move I'd have enough money to get him back and move Salah and Bruno will basically alternate over Christmas what, you'd, I've what, got a you'd decent switch, win what you'd, you'd sell Salah and bring Bruno back is that what you mean Eventually, yeah. Probably, yeah. I don't think Bruno... I think Bruno, we're looking a minute, I think Bruno could get rested at Sheffield United. I think he's going to be a, a risk of rest there. Well, you're playing um, such a dangerous, it is a dangerous game, 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 Mark. Think, exactly. But I what about De Bruyne at West Brom? Yeah, absolutely. We're going to look at those in a minute. There's absolutely a chance that these players are going to get a rest. They're all going to get a rest. This is what I mean. I'm, I'm just... And playing guard is, is sometimes like can just send you... Yeah, that's that's exactly yeah, so, that's so, exactly what why you, I'm not bothering. What do you do, Jay? You you can't have them all, right? So you've got to commit to some of them, right? You can. I can't have Bruno, Salah, and Fernandez. I think there's an argument. Gen, gen, there's genuinely an argument without, to not without. have Salah at all, and it's completely viable because yeah. you just stick right. the captaincy on De Bruyne, the vice captain on Fernandez, and if De Bruyne has a rest, you've got Fernandez, and you just forget it and go and go and worry mm. about. But I, but I feel the same about De Bruyne. I, I think I think Salah and Fernandez for me are the are the most important picks, and it's De Bruyne who who I'm not going for. Mm. <laughs> I think you can make a case for any of them. You, you, yeah, really. you can. They're all they're all going to score similarly, I think, because they're all <laughs> they're all just such amazing options. Yeah. And I, the mistake I made recently was I put Vardy in the same category as mm. those three. And so I moved for Vardy, thinking those two fixtures were good, and he would he would match, you know, KDB and, and the others, and and he wasn't. Um, but that's the issue. I think Fernandez, I think and and Kane, Kane as well. Son's probably a bit lower down, but I think Fernandez, Kane, KDB, and Salah are just up here. Yeah, <laughs> and I think as long, I think as long as you've got a couple of, as long as you've got three of them. So you're taking um, De Bruyne out of that, then? You think he's the disposable one? Well, no, I don't. I don't think he's disposable one. I think if you've got him, you keep him, obviously. But mm, for yeah, my yeah. team, to, to rip my team apart, 
to get De Bruyne in, I don't think is, is my is my most viable strategy. And I also don't really want to be juggling them around because I don't know who's going to play one week. I'd rather but, just keep a core of, of just, the three. Um, he's just done for you, though, on the last game week. You've just had an awful game week and De Bruyne's come in with 28 points. So he's just he's just hurt you once. So you can't say that that's not a high risk. But I, well, it is high risk. But, but if, you, if, you found, if you haven't got Salah, it's high risk. If you haven't got yeah, Fernandes, it's, it's high it's, risk. If you've got Kane, it's, it's high, high risk. risk. You've got, you can't have them all. But No, you can't. You, you, it, it's what we were saying before. So the, I, th- I think sometimes where people can go wrong, I still think that my target every game week is to get 50 points. And people will contest that and go, no, you need more if you're going to finish in the top 10K or, uh, you know, there's 7 million players now, not 3 million players. You need more for these reasons. Mm. I still just work to that 50 target and mm. say to myself, how quickly can I, can I get there? And the, how that's made up is 11 players and one of them you get to captain and between a lot of them, you lads need to go out there and get 50 points. And if you do that, then I'm happy. And and if largely if I aim for that, you'll go past it and that flies you up the rankings. So sitting there procrastinating, going, I need to fit all these people in. And as is exactly right, yes, you might miss out on the points of player X, but you might benefit from the points of player Y that somebody else doesn't have. And, you know, that you, you can't drive yourself bonkers because you can't fit everybody in, you just need to get get as many points as you can. The, the, the other issue as well is is if you if you, I mean the the, the hokey cokey strategy I think is is a fair one because of how much potential these players have got. But I also don't think it's completely wise to completely write off all of the less the less expensive players. I mean players like Grealish and James mm, and, and even like Su- getting getting the combination <laughs> Mope, yeah getting the combination of those right though. You know, if you had Zaha this week, everyone's worrying about De Bruyne, Fernandez, and Son, and all that. If you had Zaha and you've got eighteen points, like just yeah. sitting there, you've 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 made it up. So exactly, this is the problem. If you if you're using a transfer every week to move Salah to De Bruyne and then De Bruyne back to Fernandez and then Fernandez round, you're you're not tapping in. Well, you're ending up with Pedans forever. It's not every <laughs> week. To be clear, I'm wildcarded in 15 and then we've got double game weeks and the double game weeks are going to shape our team for at least three or four game weeks until they're out of the way. So it's not forever. It's just these next four game weeks I'm looking at going, I'm going to use one slot and swap it. Right. And in game week, after game week 15, I play the wildcard and then it, who knows what happens after that. I'm going to I'm going to build the wildcard team based on the double game weeks probably and I can't really speculate what that's going to be. So... I'm not thinking this is a strategy I'm going to keep long-term. It's just for Christmas. And to be fair, Christmas is the period where traditionally we go rotation is an issue. Now, often it's not. Mm. We blow it out of proportion. But I I think there is a case with Liverpool now, when you throw Jota in there, that rotation is a more of an issue. I don't think we can say it's not. It is more of an issue because Jota's there. It is a, that is a problem. And it, and it is part of... Uh, it's the reason why I don't have Jota. And it's the reason why I woke up the other day and thought, do I really need Salah? Because I'm so happy captaining De Bruyne. And as I sat down to watch the Arsenal, the Spurs Arsenal last week, and and you look at the stats for Son, you think, I'm going to get rid of Son. And he's by far, the, he's way out, isn't he? The top scorer in the fielder. Uh, mm. And my plan is to get rid of him and bring in a guy that I know from experience is... is I don't even need to be very good at FPL to know that there's four players in three spots for Liverpool. Yeah. So I'm walking into a potential problem. Mm. I I can't sell Son. I I, I the only I think the only way that I could move for De Bruyne 
would be either an eight-point hit to do Mares, Mope, and get rid of someone else, or to sell Son. And I, I just, I just don't want to sell him. I just, I just think he's, he's so, his form is so good at the moment that it, not for nine point three million or whatever he is, he's just an absolute bargain. So he, well, I mean, he, I'm the, just, I'm just not getting rid of him. The problem with Son is if we look at this, this is player data last four game weeks. Yeah. And in terms of minutes per XGI, goal involvement per non-penalty, he's down in 57th. So Spurs' <laughs> attack is just not producing numbers that reassures us because of the way Marino set up over the last four games. Well, so I've right. looked at some um, before, and I think, I've, I think I remember this right. He's either blanked or got a double-digit haul like all season. Mm. So we, you either get nothing or everything. Uh, whereas you know you, you Brunos and De Bruyne's and people it's a lot lot more consistent you'll get sixes and sevens along the way but is that more for, forgivable because of his price point is that yeah as you're waving your arms in I am I'm, 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 anim- I'm animating <laughs> animated <laughs> discussion well I just Go think this, this this song thing is, is pretty much why why I, I I'm just not a massive fan of XG because to me, Spurs countering Son running up the pitch and like scoring an absolute worldie shouldn't mean that he loses out. But he can't on... <laughs> do that every game, can he? Right? Yeah, but he's if... clinical. He's in. He's in. The, he's in. Like, arguably the form of his life. He's clinical. Yeah, he's playing argue, in a team which is completely built to suit his strength of hitting teams on the counter. I don't care if he's bottom of the XG like list. Like he only needs one chance, and it's ha- it's literally how Spurs set up. He doesn't need but to have an XG of five. He is only match. getting because... one chance a match. Yeah. Look, he's he's he... minutes per chance fifty nine point five compared to like Bruno on nineteen point seven. Right, so he's only getting on average one and a bit chances per match. Right, so he's got to take that chance. And what you're saying is he is convert he is converting it, but can he possibly keep that up? Right, and also we're sat here going, oh, what about Jota and what about this? Well, there's, there's Gareth Bale sat on the Spurs bench, fresh as a daisy. Yeah, but he ain't. Don't speak to him about Bale because he goes... <laughs> no, but he's not going to play every week, is he? None of the players are. No, well... Did, did, oh, Kane, he, Kane well, of will, course he Kane will. will. He'll play every week. He'll just get... He, he, he's more likely to get subbed, I think, at 75, 80 minutes mm. and to bring to bring a Mora or a Bergwijn or a whoever on. Kane's going to play ninety minutes every match. You get you yeah. get that from him, but but you, that's but why you pay a bit that's more. That's the only reason I'm keeping Kane at the moment. It's tempting to get rid, but I know he's going to play every game. And I don't have to worry about that slot. And he'll chip in. He might not get double figures, but he'll get me something every game. I'm just, I'm just so happy with Son at the moment. Watching Spurs play, watching how Mourinho has yeah, just instilled that that counter attacking ethos that that they are so well drilled now, and it just suits him his game absolutely but, perfectly. Okay, he's, he's but not... at Liverpool in game week thirteen, he'll get. Will he get even get a chance? The way they all set up at Liverpool, that's a blank one. That's a nil nil. He is for Kane, or, yeah. or you know, playing. Right. So that's another. that's. So he's got to get something at Palace. Not an easy place to go. I think. I think keeping Son is a sound. Not shack, with just uh, Mitchell and Kane. Ferguson at the back. <laughs> <laughs> when he gets out of that classroom, you watch him go. Um, I just want to just want to bring up Mane's um, minutes over recent game weeks. Because I think when we're talking about where he's building up Salah's fitness, that's all very well until you look at the fact that Mane was rested at Brighton and then rested Just again last night. So what is the what is the theory there? Is that that he had to pick one senior attacker and he went for Salah mm. and Mane just missed out? Yeah, because I think so. And, right. and 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 I'd argue that that Salah needs the minutes more. I mean, there's obviously 
there's obviously right. talks going on with with the guys who who do the fitness and i think Klopp would have said to them you know give me these this tier or whatever it is and they might have said okay well Manny's an orange uh <laughs> I, you know, I'm, I'm i'm making it up as a guy <laughs> no, yeah but, go on <laughs> but you know and you know if they'd said we think you know salo salo would benefit from the minutes um see how he is uh, at half time see if he's like feeling any effects or anything Klopp talks to him salo's like i feel absolutely great but, but, but the thing is right, i want to get more accuse, goals you accuse me of overthinking listen to what you're saying there right you're filling in all kinds of blanks as well to to give you the answer that you want. Whereas what I was doing last night was filling in blanks to give me the answer. I, I yeah, admit there's biases, yeah. right? There no, is. yeah, okay. Of course there is. Of course but there is. But I think, I think overthinking, right? I, I, I just I, I just feel like it's it's less overthinking to think that Klopp is going to play his strongest team every week. Right. But I my point be is my argument. Jota puts doubt in his head about... I mean, his strongest team is Manor. But he doesn't oversell it. Salah, Salah is his best player. So oh, he, yeah. Salah, Salah is the least risky player of the whole Liverpool team because he is going to miss the least minutes because he's the best player they've got. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think you're gonna... trying to pre trying to preempt when he's going to be benched <laughs> yeah. is trying to get into Klopp's head more because he might see Fulham as an easy game or he might seem like Jay said as as a tricky game. And I don't think you can take him playing ninety minutes as being any kind of influence because it could be that he's playing 90 minutes because Klopp thinks that's the best okay, thing for well, him to be fit for, for Fulham. Let's go back a bit then. He gets Fulham, he gets Spurs. Surely he's rested at Palace then. Or do you think he's going to play? <laughs> is he going to play four ninety minutes in the space? Well, of his minutes could days? be managed. If, if, if they're freeing right. up against Fulham, they take him off at 65 minutes and then he doesn't need a rest. Right. You don't you don't know how it's going to pan out. It's impossible to think that far ahead because you don't know what the what the well, situation's going to be. I, I know it is impossible, but part of FBL is trying to do that, isn't it? It's part anticipating what's going to happen and who's going to be selected and that's so It is, but anything. it's I, I select I just find selection like I think you can you can you know debating like fixtures and form and all this and all this and everything is fine, but I think when you try and predict who's going to start every week. The, the other thing I'd, I mean, I'd say uh, on so the difficult. starting bit is in many ways, especially against the, the, the lesser teams, I'd rather my player be on at the end. So whilst I'm saying like I want them to be on the bench, I'm not saying that. But playing minutes 0 to 60 or playing minutes 60 to 90, it's not a disaster because often in a in a 4-5-0 win, there's, there's a number of goals at the end of the game towards the end anyway. That's when the, the opposition are tired, blah, blah, blah. Um, so it's not a disaster if he's on the bench for Fulham. Mm. Yeah. That's no. true as well. Yeah, he I, got he got two goals against Stoke, didn't he? Remember he came off the bench for like twenty minutes yeah, and, and yeah, scored two against yeah, Stoke. I remember that. Yeah. yeah, I'll probably add him then because I had him all the time then. Okay, yeah. right, well, when we get to our transfers, we'll, we'll we'll see what the thinking is. Um, just looking at the other heavy hitters, looking at De Bruyne and Fernandez. I mean, we know that Fernandez was rested initially at West Ham, um, and he he came on in the second half and broke the key passes record in one half of football. So do we? Amazing, where do we? Yeah, what, where do we stand on these two? Because um, De Bruyne, I don't think he's likely to be rested, but if he is going to be rested, I guess it's the EFL Cup game yeah. on the 22nd of, of December. And that's key, isn't it? That's where he'll get his rest. And that should be enough, hopefully. So he should play West Brom in game week 13 and give us the captain option. Do you, do you feel that, Jay? Do you feel he's going to be a captain Well, he's, he's wearing the captain's armband for, for City and... Um... I just think at the minute in the league, 
he he plays. I think they've had a mm. an indifferent start. I think uh, they obviously had the season last season where it, they underperformed, uh, and I really think that internally they will be saying people have written us off. Let's get this right. And you just tell by the guy's body language, he is a winner. That guy is a winner and he will want to play. And I think they'll scratch mm. the EFL. Uh, you know, they'll Arsenal away against Man City, second string. I think they'll still win that. Um, and and Arsenal, likewise, need to focus on the league because the position they're in. So that, that shouldn't be a tricky match. I think I'd, I'd expected Bruin to, to, you know, play... Uh, yeah. But, you know, he might get his minutes no, managed and come off after an hour if they're if they're three 0 up or whatever. But I think he'll play. I think I, I see a new hunger in him as well. Mm. I see that, that that desire to get goals is greater yeah. this season than it's been in previous seasons. This, this is my this is my more. point of um, I'd be I'd be happy to just leave the armband on him now. Even Man United yeah. away, I, I think I think they're gonna. I think they could yeah. put three or four yeah. past United. I know. I I think City will win that game at United, yeah. and De Bruyne will do well. I think. Um, I don't know if I'd captain him over Kane. I think I'd go Kane captain if I didn't have Salah. Yeah, I think, I think, yeah, yeah, uh, that would make sense. Yeah. Okay. What about Fernandes? Because the risk that I'm outlining here is game week 13 at Sheffield United because he's going to have to play, having, with Sol's got already rested him once, so he's made it clear that he will rest him. He's played Leipzig, he's going to play City. He's got Leeds two days after Sheffield United. So, what's what's going to happen here is. Solskjaer tried to be clever and apparently he had an injury. Uh, you know, a foot injury. He had a foot injury. Right, whether yeah, he did yeah. or not. And, and yeah, the, no, he did. He got that at Southampton. Okay. And so the facts it. are they were getting beat. They were playing awfully. Came on, saved the day again. Um, and they won the game. And then they've played Leipzig and they're out of the Champions League. It was a terrible performance and that's no good. You and I have just said that City are going to take them apart potentially at home. So he's going to be in a position where he's going to Sheffield United away having been knocked out of the Champs League, been humiliated at home to Man City, and now he's going to rest Bruno <laughs> Fernandes. I can't see it. No, it won't happen if City beat him. No it? way. He, he can't. He can't. I mean, there's, there's two schools of thought. One, he knows he can't do without him, so should he protect him? But I think the need to get results when his job is under pressure will mean that... F- Fernandes will play every minute, I think. Sol- Solskjaer's been to see the same HR lady as Daniel Presents and, uh, <laughs> and got, got away with it. How yeah. is he still there? And She's so he soft. Keeps, the, you know, he pulls it out, doesn't he, at the last minute. The last one was the Everton game. And, and mm. arguably, that turnaround at West Ham, imagine going into the City game, having lost at West Ham, lost at Leipzig, Right. So it doesn't feel too bad at the minute because they didn't lose to West Ham and they got a comeback victory and that feels quite nice. But imagine had they not. This this guy's always one match away from losing his job. Well, I think some United fans would like to think that's the case, but it doesn't <laughs> seem to be. But yeah. yeah. I mean, but yeah, I think generally, I think we're looking at De Bruyne resting in the EFL. Hopefully that's the only rest he gets. And I think on Fernandes as well, is you can tell a bit like to your point on De Bruyne, he, his body language tells me, he, and he's, he's a lot more uh, verbal, I think, and, and it's visible um, with his gestures that he, he, he really expects high standards from those around him. He strikes me as a guy that would say, no, Gaffer, I get me on that pitch. Don't give me a rest. Mm. I'll play. I'll play. He's a strong influence in the dressing room. Maybe even stronger than Solskjaer himself. So. <laughs> yeah. Play a manager. Play a manager. Like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. 
We've had a double game week announced. Have we? I don't know if you missed that amongst all that Salah stuff. Yeah. Ben Krellin, who if you don't know Ben Krellin, what you're doing, you need to follow him. Um, he basically takes the he dabbles in fixtures. Well, don't dabble, he, he goes hardcore on fixtures. Yeah, he, dabble he, is uh, yeah, underplaying it a, a bit. Word you describe Ben Krellin dabbling, would you? Um <laughs> and yeah, he was joyous to announce that um with the uh, West Ham and West Brom fixture moving out. To from game week 18 to game week 19, it gives West Ham and West Brom double game week. So West Ham will play Burnley at home and West Brom at home in game week 19, um, which is pretty attractive. Everyone getting excited about Antonio, even though at the moment Mm -hmm. he can't get on the pitch for more than 10 minutes. But yeah, if he's fit, great. But I I think he'd be a risk. But that's, I mean, game week 19 is going to see some more double game weeks because what's going to happen is game week 18 is going to get cut in half and the fixtures are going to move out to the midweek after game week 19 and form a bigger game week. So it's going to be a bumper double game week, game week 19, which is why I've tried to keep the wildcard back with this in mind. Um, so, yeah, we can start planning for that. When are we going to hear about the other movement from 18 to 19? Don't mm. know. Um, but I don't think we can get excited and think, oh, Antonio is going to be our captain because we're going to get some heavy hitters move out as so well. They've not done the so, January ones, have they now? They've not, I'm just looking now. They've not moved the times, no. have they? So. No, but that's going to happen. That should that's, be soon, that's the right? thing that that's going to unlock it. Well, People are going to be getting tickets I, and stuff. Yeah. I presume it's going to have to happen before the Christmas break. Yeah. So it could be a matter of days. And then we'll know what the double game weeks are. And you've obviously you free hit in game week 18. So, where, with so five sorry, Mark, West Ham, West Brom in 18, it's not, it's, it's on, it's moved right, but it's not reflecting that on the, on the FPL side. Not yet. Okay. No, I don't know why they yeah. haven't updated it, but they have. Okay. Um, but that is the case. So, yeah, it's just something to keep an eye on. We'll be talking about it a lot. And of course, when we have double game weeks, we get very excited on every podcast and stream. On the Scoutcast, that was like we were a whole episode dedicated to it. Suchek, it triple captain, Mark. Maybe. Maybe. Well, I think it's going to be the bench boost, isn't it, in 19? That's the week to play your bench boost. So. Mitchell and Ferguson we'll arise. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> the, the bench boost is such a valuable chip. It always delivers. It never lets us down, does it? I mean, oh god, this is, this is what we. This is the other thing that FPL managers tend to do. We always upplay the role that chips can can give us, the benefits they can give us. We always, oh, I oh, nailed bench my bench boost, boost last year. It's one Did of the you? few things I got right. I got thirty-two points. I think. But, but that's Did what you? we do, don't we? We we, we yeah. sit there and it's like we're talking about the Salah thing. We sit there and we're trying to maximize mm. every single point that we can squeeze out of every single player. And so, sometimes you just, you know, your bench boost might just be one guy who gets ten points, and the other. Well, it was for me. Right. I got I had Delefeo. I think he got eighteen. I think he got right. eighteen points. He got two that's goals. All you and... need. Thank you very much. <laughs> I know, exactly. Yeah, I'll take that. You're going casual, Jay. Be careful. <laughs> right, let's yeah. look at the fixtures for this game. You don't week. like that word round here. Um, game week 12 then, fixtures. Let's go through these briefly. So we've got an early kickoff, Leeds West Ham. Should be a good one, this. Should be goals in this, as I see it. Um, yeah, I've got a question on this for you, but, go on. For you both. I mean, mostly just to help me with my team. Um, so I don't know if you saw Belsa's uh, great yeah, press conference it, yeah. where he just, he just named the starting lineup. Yeah. Um, so I've got a choice between Ailing and Lamptey this week obviously Ailing's got the much better game but he's potentially going to be at centre back I'll play Leicester, Leicester away oh, come on Leeds at home yeah but yeah. he's he'll be attacking and Leicester yeah, aren't that I, good but I think Ailing will be attacking as well just because he's playing one of the centre from centre back you think it depends what he's really, he's, is he playing three at the back or is he playing he's going to play a flat back four what's he going to do he said it's either going to be Phillips or Ailing at centre back yeah Mm. I'd still play Ireland, wouldn't you, Jay? I'm all, all day long, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't understand okay. why you, you're you're you've got the Lamptey 
blinkers on. You've got to get them off. You've got, I used to, to have this as years ago when Blackburn were in the Prem and I used to put Gail Givey in. And it was you. I was deluded. Oh, yeah, dear. it was like. Can you imagine? Um, but have you seen Lamptey? He's yeah, so but he plays good. For He's coming. He plays for Brighton. His point. It doesn't matter who he plays for. He spends hard. He was second striker in in the game. Right. Against, so you um, you could lose. You could lose two one. Right. And he gets an assist, and that gets you four points. And you'd be like, kind of pleased, but not really. A little bit pleased. And for four points, he's got to get an. You know, you, I don't know. I don't know. I think you're holding out. For, you know, you think there's that big game week coming, and you think it's every other game week, don't you? You think oh, it's going to be this coming. Week. He'll get, he'll get one. He will, by nature of the way he plays, there will be a game week where he assists in a one 0 win or scores yeah. in a one 0 win and gets 12, 15 points. But yeah. it's it's adding up all the scores in the weeks to get to that. Is it worth mm. it? No, 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 no. Forget about that. Think how good that week's going to be, Jay. When I come on here and I'm like, fifteen. Well, I'll cancel. I'll cancel it that week. We won't be on it. I'll, <laughs> yeah, I'll like, I've got a cold. Will. As got a cold, can't do it. <laughs> um, so, what do you reckon? Result Leeds West Ham. I'm going to go. I'm going to go two one Leeds. As and you you'd play Eiling, even though you're giving us two one. Well, because I would over Lamptey anyway. I, I think West Ham will score, but there's a good chance. I think it's going to be two one as well. Right, okay. And I'm back in Leeds at home, yeah, I think so. I mean Yeah. Um it's funny, isn't it, Leeds? I've got it in my head that they're good at the back, but they're not. They're very inconsistent. They sometimes look good at the back and other mm. times let in a lot of goals. Um Yeah. yeah it's an odd right. one, isn't it? I'm playing Lamptey, I'm forgetting you both. <laughs> I'm playing Hiling. You're you're telling me to play you think it's gonna be too I mean, what, 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 no, like, no, what I like about no the Lamptey confidence. pick is it's like right in your back pocket, isn't it, for the end of the weekend, like a special True. Yeah, that treat. does help. Like a, like a, it's my it, team. It's the last game of the it's, week. It's He's basically player. Sunday the 13th of December. That's the songs of praise picks, that is. Yeah. That is Sunday at 7.15 on Sunday. He was all set to save my... Um, he was all set to save my game week this week. And then... Uh, yeah. He, they lost 2-1 and he got like one Except point. to say, Lamptey. Not going to happen. Okay, Wolves-Villa. I don't see too many goals in this. I do think Wolves will nick it. Jack's back for us. Pedan- Are you getting Grealish back? Pedan- yeah, definitely. He'll be coming back in for Jota. Not yet. I don't want, I don't want Jota over Christmas. Right. Right. I've decided, okay. so he's coming back I in. I think that's low well, scoring, think, that one, isn't it? Yeah, 1-0 Wolves, I think. this. Yeah. I think 1-0 Villa. Jay? Who are you going to go for? 1 0 Wolves feels about right. Yeah, okay. Podence with the goal, of course. Yep. Uh, and Newcastle West Brom talking a low scoring. I mean, I, I, I guess Newcastle could have 12 players out. Could they? And they still going to play? That's what they've said. They said they really? could be about 12 players. Okay. And G- Gemma Harrison on Twitter just uh, replied to the post just saying uh, she's a West Brom fan. Yeah. We'll still lose. Yeah. Well, I think they probably <laughs> will. That. Yeah. Again, I don't see many goals, but I don't see Newcastle winning. I'm going to go one nil Newcastle. As I'm going to go nil nil. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> Johnston coming in, just as I said, coming in with the clean sheet. <laughs> um, Jay Newcastle West Brom. I know it's not a thriller, but it's it's the three o'clock game on Saturday. I think what I'd say. What, I was going to say that what worried me about West Brom. Nothing worries me about West Brom, but what I found was odd about West Brom was they really capitulated mm. last week, and I know they had a man sent off. Um, but is it one all at half time? I didn't watch the game. It was one all at half time, wasn't it? Is that right? I think and then so. they, they, had, they, they were down was, to yeah. 10. And then when I checked the score at full yeah. time, I found that kind of odd that they hadn't just really tried, you know, to really capitulate 5 1, I thought was, was quite unusual. So 
I wonder if we might see a little bit of a bounce back. Newcastle haven't had a game for a, for a mm. couple of weeks. Ordinarily, you'd back the home team, wouldn't you, in this one? But I just mm. think that was if if West Ham, uh, West Brom, are serious about staying in the division, you can't get tonked five one at go? home to Palace and then. Are you going to West Brom win? No, I think they might nick West a draw. Brom? Just a really poor okay. nil nil. Nil nil as well. Sorry, Gemma. <laughs> she was. She was like, ooh. She was, she was very close to jubilance there, but not quite. Uh, United City, I think we know which way Jay and I are going here. I'm I'm going to go 2-0 City, at least 2-0 City, I think. So, uh, as I don't know. United step it up against City. Um, not, not at home normally. They normally get found out at home. I think it's, I think it's going to be 2 all. Goal fest, Jay. I, I think what's really helped City is... Is De Bruyne's just playing once a week? He's not played the Champs League for a couple of games. Mm. Serge is mm. back. Uh, I know he's not in the eleven, and he said he, you know, he said he's not fit. But he's, you know, him kicking around that should give Jesus a boot up the backside. Sterling mm. did score last week, although I don't think he played that well. Morris did play. Yeah, it's just it's just like the perfect storm a little bit for City. And the defence is so good. United right. are United wounded. United are really oh, wounded. The, you know, the, the champs... I think Morris could get something from this game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, 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 honestly, <laughs> he owes you it one. wouldn't surprise me that it could be three or four. For, yeah, really? It wouldn't surprise me. One of those me. kind of tongues. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Sorry, okay. United fans. Yeah. No, I, it wouldn't surprise me if I'm, I'm playing it. I'm hedging my bets by going two, but I agree with Joe. Well, I think what we would say it. as well is what Solskjaer has shown us over his tenure is that he pulls out these mad results just when you mm. think it's going to... This is what go. I mean. We've seen it time and time again with Man U City. Everyone always thinks City are going to absolutely thrash him and somehow United get a 3-2 or a, or even a 3-1. The I, thing that makes it, me convinced... It's going to be really interesting. City. The City defence is solid, rock solid at the moment. Uh, and I think United will find it more difficult. Um, obviously, you expect City to dominate possession, United to counter, but I just don't think they're going to be... Nice. I mean, they, might be playing. they got found out by Spurs, though, didn't they, City? So you just never know. But, but there's, there's also the bit we, we said earlier about De Bruyne. We, we really feel how much he's really on it this mm. season. I can, I can see a guy there that is hurting because he sees himself as an elite-level world footballer and he didn't add... Maybe he did add a medal to his hall last year. They're doing the Carling Cup or something. But, you know, he is not winning. The, he, he, he feels that last season was a step back. They will say to themselves, you can see them going, look, lads, let's not do what we did last year. Do you remember when they beat us? Do you remember when we lost that game? You know, let's, mm. let's really make them pay this time round. Um, and I think without the fans there and, um, you know, that, that derby sort of atmosphere, I think it plays into City's hands. Yeah. Imagine okay. Fernandez and De Bruyne in the same team. I sometimes probably think wouldn't about be in the same thing. team. Probably wouldn't be enough room for them. They'd be doing the same thing. Well, get rid yeah. of Gundogan and just play. Who's on pens? Fernandez. Uh, Everton, Chelsea. <laughs> Everton, Chelsea. I'm going to go uh, Chelsea there. I think this is going to be comfortable. I'm going to go three 0 I'll go three one. Three one. Everton score. Okay. All right. I'll go goal. Double clean sheets. Ruin my week. Jay. Yeah. <laughs> it's an interesting one, isn't it? When you sort of pause to think about it. What 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 do you think Ancelotti's going to be trying to do here to stop Chelsea, try and nick it, or is he going to go out and play? I think, I think I, I think, think he, has, he, he has to try and he has to try and nullify him. I think, but will he yeah. be able to? So again, there's that uh, Everton's first game at Goodison with fans. Is that right? Does, Our does, fans, yeah, there? in Liverpool they are. Yeah, they're at Anfield, right. aren't they? Okay. 
Okay. Yeah. True. So, yeah. No, it's true. It, it I is. Mean, I'm re- yeah. Yeah, I'm reading a bit too much into that. I don't know, but I do think it knows the edge. So knows the edge. Yeah, but it's, again, I was going to ask you, Mark. Because I, I thought ZH was going to be out for a while, but he's not. Because we, we've been talking about how ZH helps James push mm. on because he, mm. he tucks in. So is there more risk for James now ZH is out? But he's no, only out for two weeks. So. I think James stuff, has done too well. I think James has done too I think James has won the shirt now. And I don't think there's any question that he's the first choice, even with or without ZH. Um, it's probably fair to say um, the only way Everton can win is like 3-2. So, you know, they need to outscore Chelsea. Yeah, exactly. I don't think they'll win 1-0 yeah. is what I mean. Yeah. I just don't see Everton scoring three goals at the mm. moment. James is worrying me. They haven't got the supply from the full-backs. Coleman and Dina are out. Mm. They haven't got Delph at left wing back, so they're probably going to have to play, what, Godfrey there or Wobi there? And Dean is a big Dean is a big miss for their structure, isn't he? He's a big, big miss for he the is. way they play. You're right. Yeah, I'd not thought yeah. of that. You're right, yeah. And I don't, Hamez doesn't track back. He's not going to track runners, so he can't play out wide. So he's going to play in the centre. And I think, I just don't see him having much joy. Um, yeah, I think Chelsea are going to win convincingly. Everton might get one. Calvert-Lewin finds a way, doesn't he? So, you know, he might nick one. But, I was surprised that they didn't go for, I've never seen the guy play, but I read a couple of reports from the games he played. At, and again, I, I can't remember his name or how to pronounce it. It begins with N and he's 4 million as a left back. Brevity. Yeah, the youngster. Yeah. I thought he'd yeah. have got, a look in. Um, People got him in. Yeah, yeah. I, I was looking at him because I was like, "Hooray, I can get rid of Ferguson." But um, he's not got a game. Which I, I just thought they'd, they'd try and replicate Dean, you know, in that style of mm. play. Mm, but he hasn't. He's, he's tried some things out. I think, and Godfrey, I think, will probably have to. Play Godfrey with, looks like um, what he is, doesn't he? Which is out of position, centre half. He's a centre yeah, back. Isn't he? he looks yeah, like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like yeah, he can't offer anything going no. forward. And in that position as well, I think he'll be exposed. I mean, Werner could be out there. We'll have to see who Chelsea play there. Um, so, Anton Sheffield United, the early game on Sunday. That's the Garden Centre game, I think. I think he can afford to be out for that one. <laughs> um, so, Anton, you've got to back him low. I think that uh, Ings will probably start. He's probably fit yeah. enough. They'll have too much. And also, Sheffield United have got a weakness at set pieces. Ramsdale's been awful. He's, God, that has been just... a massive failure for them, hasn't it? I feel sorry for Ramsdale because he's come in to replace Henderson. It was always a tough job, but he has... I never expected this from Sheffield United. They're the, the worst team ever at this point in a Premier League season. Mm. I think it's tough on people like Sheffield and, and maybe to an extent Burnley, whose strategy is based on, you know, like guile and togetherness and putting your foot in and, you know, mm. getting a bloody nose. That You know, and when, when it's cold and the crowd are behind you, that's that's what makes you a hard team it to beat. doesn't it? And I think they've mm. really missed having that the fans. And, you know, even for Ramsey, you can, uh, you can imagine him currently running out on the first game. Is he is he local? Is he from their youth team? He's, he was, he he was, he was there. there. So you can imagine yeah, running yeah, out yeah. in front of the cop at Sheffield United and getting a big fanfare and, you know, feeling great. And instead, he's just this guy mm. stood on his own with short sleeves, letting in loads of goals. <laughs> Mm. But he can't even give him <laughs> the one Steve top yeah. in Sheffield in winter. I, I do feel sorry yeah. for him. Yeah. I do feel, but he he doesn't give you any confidence. And at set pieces, War Prowse throwing them in for Vestergaard. I think they're going to have some joy again with that. So I'm going to go Southampton three 0 win. Sadly. Yeah, I feel really sorry for Sheffield because yeah. I, I like them. I like what they're about. I've got a lot of time for teams that punch above their weight and they do it through hard work. And they've just really struggled, haven't they, with like the the. Just the change to football just hasn't suited mm. suited them, and their confidence is shot, isn't it? Where are you going? One Ed? of my one of my one of my best friends is a is a Wednesday fan, so 
uh, I'd never say that I, I like Sheffield United because he'd kill me. Um, but yeah, they're just too, uh, it's an easy one, 2 0, yeah, 2 0 Southampton. Yeah. It'd be comfortable. Did you, did, Palace did you, Spurs? Sorry, just, oh, sorry. just on Ings. Mm. I really liked his body language when he scored that penalty. Did you see that? And I know you didn't. Mm. I definitely didn't. But um, did you not? Did you not? It really struck me as a guy, like the way he put it so accurately in the corner. I just thought this is a guy that wants it, that he's back, and it he's was really important player. to him that he yeah. scored that penalty. And it was almost a sense of like, I'm fit, I'm back, let's go, let's do this. I think yeah. he could really be on it for the, for the Christmas. Well, he's I'm the one player. You know? Yeah, he's the one player I'd go Kane for. Him, I think. Yeah. Good shout. If I had, to. Well, I'm looking at Calvert Lewin. I'm looking at Calvert-Lewin and thinking, I know he's, so he's scoring every mm. week, but Ings, I think, is is a similar kind of... He could, he could outscore him. I think with, I you're right. With Calvert-Lewin, one of the things I've noticed with Calvert-Lewin, he doesn't seem to get bonus. That's Is that because he's offside all the time? I don't, I don't know. I feel he, like he's he losing every right. match and he keeps getting one goal. Right. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and I think a lot of his goals are based on what he's, we've talked about with the defence. Um, they're not going to win many games if you're letting loads in. So he needs, he's almost like scoring consolations or in one-all draws and yeah. stuff. Whereas Ings, yeah. you, you look at that, you know, that chef, yeah. you know, you, you can almost see it, can't you? 2-0, Ings gets a goal and three bonus. Yeah. Mm. And that's, that's what, that's what pushed me up the ranks last season. Mm. I was, I was around this, this stage last season, around 1.5 or something. I got in Ings. He's just scoring every week, getting those free bonus every week. Just. He was a machine, wasn't Grealish, he? Save, save me. He was yeah, Grealish, around Christmas. Yeah. Amazing, did so well. Uh, Palace Spurs, you can't see any but a way win here for me. Um, would it be one? Will it be two? I'll go two, uh, two nil. I don't see I, Spurs I, you know what, either. Mark? I always do you fancy Palace? I just think Sellers but, Park away in the winter with easy, Hodgson's you know, like 10 million people at the back and Zahar on his own. <laughs> I just it doesn't suit Spurs. Nah, I just think it's a it's a tough, tough game, but they'll Mark. find a way, won't they? Do you not think Kane? They always, I mean, they always they, have a hard they'll, game. They'll, there, they'll, but Kane always finds grind, a way. I think normally. there's a good chance they'll grind it out. But I just I, mm. I, that's not the sort of game that you're going to look forward to watching on us as a neutral. No, no, no. That is a that no. is a tough like. Uh... But Marino's turned them into winners, mm. right? They've got a system mm. that they can get results. And if they're going to get a result, you think Kane and Son are going to get something out of it? It could be just one nil. I think it will be a battle of attrition, and Spurs just get. Get a penalty or get. I think get Palace a are going to get something. Do you? Right. Yeah. I'm going. I'm. I'm going for my my favourite score. I reckon it's going to be a one-one. One-one. Who did Palace put? It doesn't suit Spurs. Four against at home a few weeks ago. I can't remember who that was. When Zahara only got an assist. They beat West Brom. They beat West Brom. Yeah, they beat West Brom away, but they scored four against someone a few weeks ago. They did. And I had Zahara and he only got an assist. I was furious. Leeds. Right, so mm, yes. so Palace, who never who scored nine in about three seasons, have scored nine in three game weeks. True, <laughs> I know. So I know Spurs are good. No one was back, expecting that against Leeds, you know, were so, they? So they're not they're not as hopeless as we think. No, I just but I just back Marino's defence, which has improved a lot to withstand what Zaha can throw at them. And I just think Kane will find a way again. So, what's so gone then? What, like, what, like he did at West Brom. So, so we, West we've Bond nailed then. Mourinho on his Anfield tactics. We've spotted that a mile off. That's going to be part mm. of the bus and, and, and Nick one. What, what's he saying to Spurs when they go away to Palace on the on their 
you know, crap pitch. It's and, tougher, isn't it? Because they're not going to get to counter Exactly. So Palace is going to sit in deep. with like, you know, their, their selection of boring midfielders. So what? Well, I think, I think it's going to be win the midfield battle and, and let Kane and Son come up with a bit of magic. I think that's what they've got to go the for. Th- the I thing I still no worry easy about, way to beat Palace, no. I don't think. The thing I still worry about with Spurs is who is that creative spark mm. in the team when they need to unlock well, a defense. Kane. They don't, <laughs> it's Kane. I know yeah. that. Well, that's it. Yeah. But then, they they need they need Son to be basically playing as the striker to to finish it off, and his pace doesn't doesn't really suit it. I don't know. It's, I, I think this this is this is a really interesting game for Spurs. Yeah, I think it's a tough. What, what could let them down in this title race is if they drop points against these teams that sit back. And we mm. saw it against Newcastle. I mean, look at the amount of chances they had in that game earlier in the season. Um, they just couldn't find a way. Then Newcastle got the the one all. But they did it at West Brom. That was on for a nil nil. A lot of it people was. had Kane captain. We, yeah. I had Son yeah. captain. Son missed a chance in the first half. And then Kane somehow got that goal right at the death. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think this will be a similar game. Like It could go the last 10 minutes and they just wear them down. Basically. If they do that again and they're, and, they, and they're getting results like that, then they've got to be taken seriously as title contenders. Because I yeah, think well, they are the being system... taken seriously, aren't they? Wow. Are they? <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> I think they are. I think they're in There's, the mix. They're miles definitely. behind Liverpool and City still, I think. Okay. All right. Well, Fulham, Liverpool, we're writing this off as a... Liverpool win. Do you think Fulham have put up any resistance? I I think they could, based on what I was saying before. They could. Mm. I'm not saying I think Fulham could get a positive result. I just mean, I don't... Like, you know, that West Brom capitulation last week is a... That's a a worry, isn't it? That's really worrying. Whereas Fulham, Mm. I thought they, they looked all right against City. They didn't look like a team low on confidence or a team without a plan or a team that weren't playing for each other. So that doesn't mean Liverpool can't turn up and, and really turn them over. But um, I don't think people should think Fulham are completely as terrible as we think. Yeah, I think I think it depends when the goal comes. If it comes early, then that's... Yeah, so Everton got a good result, didn't they? They got two quite quickly. And then in yeah, the end, actually, did. Fulham were unlucky. Yeah, they yeah. fought back. Um, I'd hope Liverpool wouldn't concede. I haven't got a Liverpool defender yet, but I'm thinking about it. I, I will go 2 0. I think it'll be a professional performance. They'll see it out, but they'll have some scares. As, what do you think? More comfortable than that? 4 0. If, it, I think if it goes 4 0, okay. I think Mark's right. I think it'll need to be a bit like the City game to an extent. It'll need to be professional. And there were times in that game on uh, at Fulham at City where, for, when it was 2 0, if Fulham had a nick one, it could have, you know, you know, when a game is just in that balance. Um, it will need to be professional for Liverpool, but they could go four or five later in the game, I think. I guess if Fulham come at them, if if Liverpool get ahead early and Fulham try and play some football and try and go at mm. Liverpool, they could get picked mm. off. They love the fans. Yeah. yeah. Fan, yeah. Fan, They're going to want to attack them a little yeah, bit. Yeah, a bit more pressure to attack maybe, yeah. Um, pressure to attack. Is that something you associate Arsenal with? They haven't been doing oh, much attacking God. recently. Arsenal-Burnley is a bit of a dour evening kickoff game on the Sunday. Um, I'm not watching you could, that. You can flick that. over to Leicester Brighton, but I don't think that'd be much better. Uh, I think Arsenal win this, though. I think I think I'm going to go 2-0 Arsenal. I think Aubameyang will come out of his uh, mire. And, Sorry, uh, who, who Mark? Aubameyang. Aubameyang. I can't say it consistently at all. Jay, you have a go. What do you reckon here to Arsenal Burnley? On paper, you're thinking it's a strong home win, don't you? But, you know... I think Arsenal are going to return to the mean, aren't they? They're underperforming at the minute. And this is a game that you'd be saying, we've got to win this, Burnley at home, come on. 
But then at the same time, it does mean Burnley can... T- if, I think if Burnley are going to get a result, they need to go and almost try and shut up shop and frustrate Arsenal, don't they? And play play for a draw. But it's that... It, again, it's just... <laughs> I know I keep saying this, like, you know, the cold, wintry nights. I just think they're perfect for these teams like Burnley. Arsenal are low on confidence. If Burnley go there and rough them up a bit and they don't concede early, you just don't know, do you? You know, you never know. People like... Mm. I, I, Ashley Barnes isn't going to be well don't... received, is he? Like down at Arsenal at the minute, that's the last thing they need. Someone like him turning up. Chris Wood. Wood as well. I mean, they'll Barnes cause some problems if they get set pieces. But I just, I think Arsenal have got quality. They just need to wake yeah, up. Yeah. I think, I think this will be a win. I think this will be a win. Yeah. And Leicester Brighton. We should we go to Raz for this one because we know where he's going to go. A one nil, one nil for me for Arsenal. But I think you get a draw. I think I'm going to go one all. I'm going to go one all in this one. What do you reckon to Leicester Brighton then, as? <sighs> I never. I hate predicting Brighton results because whenever I predict we lose, we win or get a draw like Liverpool. Whenever I predict we win, we lose. Mm. Um, Leicester are not a good team for us. <laughs> um, like historically, Vardy loves to just just to basically ruin our high line and just absolutely destroy us. He's got an amazing record against against us. Um, mm. I've sold him this week, but it's a it's a reluctant sale. Uh, if it wasn't for Salah, I wouldn't have done it. Because I think he gets a goal. So they're gonna get at least one. It's whether Brighton can score. I think Leicester will will win it, unfortunately. I think it's I think it could be one nil. One nil Leicester. Okay. I'd go the same. I think I think Leicester no, will win. No, It'll be I a not I don't can't see it being a very exciting no. match. No, definitely not. Antics Rojo might be I I disagree actually. I don't know. I, I, I disagree. I think, it, I think it I think it will be an entertaining match. Because I think every game Brighton plays an entertaining match because of how the system is set up. I mean, you know, we, we play teams like Liverpool and you look at the team and you're like, well, there's no one, we've got no defensive midfielder. There's no, there's no defence. What, what what are you doing? And then it actually turns out all right and they play quite well. Like, Brighton, Brighton matches are, whatever you say about them, being, being a good team or not, they are, they do tend to be entertaining. I think it'll be a good game, but I think, I think Leicester will have a bit too much for us in the end. Yeah. All right. Okay, let's look and at yes, the James Richardson, I am stressed about Brighton. <laughs> <laughs> um, so as you've made your transfers already, talk us through it. Um, someone, yep. there's, a sal- there's a salad shape object in your midfield, I see. Uh, and you've gone Bamford. So Vardy made way, did he? What happened here then? Yeah, it's it one of those moves. It just it just made sense. I didn't need to overthink it too much. The, the decision was whether to wait until later in the week or, or do it. Uh, and then it was one night, Salah was going up. Banford was, I think, 98% on FPL statistics. So had a chance of going up and ZH was definitely going down. So I thought, oh, if I wait for this, I'm going to lose it on 0.3. And that seems like too much. So yeah, just did, just did Vardy and, and ZH to Salah and Banford. So your team is Martinez, Martinez, Chirwell, James, Lamptey is the starting defender, not Alien <laughs> At the moment. Okay. Um, Salah captain, Fernandez, Son, Mares, Jota. Calvert Lewin and Bamford. So you got um yeah, I mean you got the rises. I mean, I'm looking at the same two players, Salah and Bamford, but I've hesitated and wanted to hold on for more information. I wanted to see if Salah in my head I was like, well, if Salah plays in midweek, I won't go for him. And now it's happened, I'm like, oh God, am I actually going to go through with that? Am I going to mm. pull the rug under that plan? So yeah, it's difficult. But I think you've done I think the moves are wise. I think Vardy's an easier lose, to be honest, than um than someone like Fernandez for me. Oh yeah, he's 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 just not in the same. He's just mm-hmm. not in the same category as, as the likes of those. I mean, Mar- Mares is the 
is is the pick. I mean, from what I've seen of Mar, I mean, even even in the Champions League game last night, which I watched, I thought he was brilliant again. He, mm. And you know, he, he he's just he's playing with a lot of confidence at the moment. And you know, we've seen him for City getting 180, 190 point seasons, like barely featuring. If he can actually keep the keep the confidence he's got, keep the form he's got, and get a good run of games. There's no reason why he couldn't hit those heights again this season, but he he feels like a big risk. Um, so I don't know how many games he's got until I bin him off and and go for mm. someone a bit safer. But for now, I'm I'm keeping him. Okay. Any comments, Jay, on that? Uh, I think the only headache is just the pep rotation, isn't it? You just don't know. I agree with all your points. It's just not a comfortable. But who? who I was th- I was thinking about this though. But who really is his competition? I mean, there's Bernardo Silva, who Torres. seems like completely out of favour this season. Torres, Torres does he play on the right? It's Torres and Sterling, isn't it? Right, it depends where Sterling gets put. Yeah. Um, Sterling. Sterling never never plays on the right though. He can, Bowden. he can, but he why would you? Torres is in the yeah. when Torres is in the form of his life. Why would you play Torres or Sterling out of position on the because, right? Because yeah, Pep I mean, he does seems this to love mad stuff, doesn't he? That's the problem. Why is Pep not giving Foden more game time in the prem? It's like a mystery. I know. He obviously doesn't see Foden as a right winger because he would have played him when Mahrez was um was on was on a pretty bad run of form earlier in the season, which has made me think that that spot is Mahrez's now, mm. given the form he's got, given the fact there isn't really anyone really making a big case to to play. Um, that's that's why I'm I'm happy to keep him for a bit, but we know how quickly it can turn around. I mean, Bernardo Silva could start against United, and then suddenly he's he he's an option again. You, you never yeah. know what's going to happen. Yeah. All right, let's get to my team. I haven't made my transfers yet. Um, that's the team at the moment with Kane captain, but obviously the moves that I'm looking at are Calvert-Lewin to Bamford, Fernandes to Zaha, uh, to Zaha, to Salah, um, and then the captaincy will go to Salah. Um, I think Walker will play at United. I think they'll want his pace. I think uh, Cancelo will probably play the West Brom game, so I'm going to keep both of them and hope that Cancelo comes in for the West Brom game and be a differential for me. Um, I think that's it's looking all right, but I've got to take a points hit and I've got to lose Bruno and I've got to lose Calvert-Lewin for Bamford, which I'm not that comfortable with. As, what do you think? I can't believe you're playing Eiling over Suchek. Well, no, mm, I know that is, Suchek is a problem to me because I'm thinking of even playing Suchek over Calvert-Lewin because I don't think, you know, You've got to score, play Suchek at Leeds over Eiling. Yeah, over Eiling. Yeah, yeah, it's, t- it's a tougher totally. call. It's a t- It will depend on where you're right about Eiling's position. Um, it is a close call that one, but Leeds are brittle, and it, and and Suchek obviously coming off a goal as well. You've got to play so. Suchek in this game. Mm, yeah, I think. I'm thinking about it. Yeah, yeah, Jay. I think I'm with Az. I'd, I'd have Suchek in. It's, right. it's a bit like the Pedence one in that. Um, sometimes you can. I just think with those sort of players, if you've got them, there's so few alternatives. Just it's hard to predict when they're going to score. Suchet, as we saw, yeah. will score, mm. and, oh, yeah. and um, he scored against United. Did he have him in for the United game? He did. Right. Okay. Yeah. I've had him in he for did. both goals. Right. So, so I just, so I've I, caught just him right. so I just wouldn't walk about with it. I just keep him in. I know, and and the times where Az has said, "Oh, you want to be playing Suchek? He's always come in and done well yeah. for me. He's, he got an assist the first time, and then he got. Yeah, the I two benched goals, him in that one, and then I've yeah. sold him. <laughs> I've sold him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that that is Suchek is always going to give me that. I think by by wants. nature of his style as well, he's got he's got an opportunity to get a goal irrespective of the score yeah, or who he's you know you know like you know they're chasing the game and he goes up for a corner. It's not like. 
you know what I mean? He's on for 90 minutes and he's always in and around mm. the box. He's probably never going to score a really nice goal from a through ball, but he might rag mm. one off a set piece, just like he did last week. Yeah. All right. I'm, I mean, this is going to, I mean, I'm going to leave my transfers till tomorrow. I'm going to wait for the press conferences just in case. I think Klopp will be questioned on rotation. I think he will get the, the Salah question again. Um, and so we'll see what, he's, what he comes back with, how convincing his answer is. So we don't get the embargoed stuff, though, because the deadline is before that, of course. So that's annoying. And, you know, it'll be just, just our luck to get something out of the embargo stuff past the deadline. But it looks like I'm going to be making the moves that I planned. All What's along, the embargo stuff? Well, you um, certain press, I think it's print press, get um, get stuff held back until ten thirty. Um, so there'll be stuff said in the press conference that TV aren't allowed to use. So TV lo- leave the room and press get their own session, and they get stuff that they can then put in their articles later on in the evening that TV don't okay. get. Okay, sorry, I never knew yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So that's why stuff comes out after ten thirty on a Friday we'll night. Get, you mean sorry? Yeah, on a Friday night. There'll be extra quotes, basically, on a 10, at 10.30, but we won't benefit from those. There's a guy called Colm who, who rounds all this up, um, and Scout do a good job of it as well on a Friday right. night. So it's always worth waiting until after that to make transfers, but obviously we can't this right, week. Okay. So, um, But I'll be waiting till last minute before I commit to my moves. I want to see what Klopp gives us and just see if there's anything, anything else nasty lurking around the corner. But it's, yeah, I mean, I, I woke up this morning and I was much more sold on Salah again. Last night I was it was raw. I was like, what is going on? What is Klopp doing to <laughs> us? I was pretty upset because I had my plan all settled, but in my head I'd said if he gets any minutes in midweek, I'd change mm. it. And so I'm struggling to I'm with that kind of dilemma. But I am going back now to my plan, I think, because I'm just fearful of, of Salah starting and ruining me. So and he can do that. So okay, Jay, let's have a look at your team. Um you I haven't got your bench there, but I don't think that matters too much. But Salah's coming in for you as well. So what are you doing here? Sun, sun out? Yeah. So I, th- um, I, I think so. And, and, and what mm. I was thinking earlier in the week, it's, this is a, a sort of question that, and it, it's exactly what Az was saying before about the, the with him not having De Bruyne. It's one of those questions that you get asked lots of times throughout an average day. And the example I was thinking was, if somebody shouts to you when you hung over, uh, do you want a bacon butty? And you say, yeah. And they say, do you want toast or bread? You just say, I want bread or I want toast, right? <laughs> so it's the same thing. Do you want son or salad? Son or salad, which do you want? Here's the fixtures. Which one do you want? That's it for me because I've got the money in the bank. Why am I procrastinating? Why am I ripping up my team? Why am I thinking it? So which one's the toast and which one's the bread? <laughs> yeah, I, I imagine Salah's the bread, is he? I, I would prefer, prefer Salah out the choice of the two. And I don't think, I, I think I just need to make that choice and live with it. And, yeah. and don't mess about. Well, it's a free transfer, right? Yeah. It's not like me where you're taking a hit. So yeah. that's the problem of mine. If mine was, a, I could do De Bruyne to Salah, but I don't want to lose Well, well I looked at, because I've got three putting something in the bank, I did look at, can I get rid of Pedence? Uh, so that would, that, what would that get me? That would get me to about 9 million, wouldn't it? Without doing a hit. And then mm. I'm like, I was looking at losing Robertson or, you know, cause there's a lot of money in here. It's so hard. This is exactly then I was what like, I had why last am I week. Doing this? Like, why am I costing myself four points? Cause Robertson could easily get some points against, and like, why? Like, you're never going to, this is like a Rubik's cube. You can't solve. You just need to take mm. as minimal hits yep. as you can and accept that Son could, get loads of points, but then so could Salah because he's ace. Salah's like the best player in the game, <laughs> yeah. right? So what, what are you worrying about? What am I worrying about? 
Yeah, I, I, it's just me. For me, I'm losing. <laughs> you have a couple I'm, of hours for that. I'm losing a player who's got 11 goals in 11 games, and I'm losing Bruno temporarily, perhaps. Um, but I don't think Bruno does anything against City, and that's so. For me, Salah will outscore Bruno if if Salah starts. I'd expect. I think that, the, right? so your I'd, other win is if Salah does get his. If Salah is rested, at least you know then, and you own him, and you know he's probably going to play like all those, you know, the future games. You've, you've, it'll hurt yeah. you in the short term, but in the long term, over Christmas, you can be confident that he's had his rest. Yeah, yeah, and you can catch him in against Palace if you want to take him there rather yeah. than De Bruyne. Yeah. So. so you yeah. don't think there's any chance of Stones hacking down Rashford in the box and Fernandez getting a penalty? Uh, no, Stones is playing well. I don't know why you single out Stones. He's playing. Oh, yeah, right. Stones, um, Stones was there's a chance. Yeah. There's there's a real Stones chance that is... Bruno will get a penalty. Yeah. Not I think that's that the beauty of Bruno, long. isn't it? Is that um, we saw it. I know it was in the Champs League on Wednesday, but even when United didn't play crap and he doesn't play very well, he, he can often get points. And we've often seen that. Even you know when mm. he got tonked by Spurs, they're the best he players. Got off at half time, didn't he? But they still got six. They're, they're trying the to talk players. me out of it. They're trying to talk me out of it now, aren't they? What's your what's this your, what's your hard, alternative, man? Mark? Sorry. To... Well, the alternative is De Bruyne out. Oh, I can do him yeah. one move without any, any. Oh God, no! But then you know, De, Bruyne, De Bruyne has got West Brom at home the following game. Who's you know? So he's straight. He's got to come straight back in. If can you can you put Which your team do. back on, or is that beyond the realms of technology? Yeah, yeah. Your no, alternative no. is Bin Kane, Mark. Uh, alternative is to Bin, but I don't. I'd still have to make a hit. You know what, Mark? So, it's funny about Kane, right? I remember listening to you. Do you remember the double game week years ago when Ben Teke scored at Anfield? Do you remember? Yeah. Funnily, if I remember rightly, uh, Kane was playing Palace away that weekend. And I remember listening to the scout cast. So he had a single game week, Ben Teke had a double, and one of them was Liverpool away. Mm. And I remember you really like backing Kane. And I think in the end, Kane blanked or maybe he got an assist. He didn't do... Got an assist, right. I think. Yeah. Um, but it's funny, isn't it, that you've clearly it's a pretty good player to really, really like to have in your team. But I can see that you really, really like having Kane around. It obviously gives you a. Um, it's a sort of player that you know you Unlike have you, for owning him. <laughs> I didn't mention that. We haven't got time to go into Kane. <laughs> We've already gone over two hours. Yeah, it is. I mean, the thing is, Kane is such a home bank. He's going to play. He's going to probably get something. At so Paris you lost Son to De Bruyne, win. did you? I didn't. Uh, I didn't have Son, did oh. I? Or maybe I did. Yeah, I lost Son for De Bruyne some weeks back. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so did. when everybody had didn't to do the Spurs switch, which was like, if you want De Bruyne, you need to lose one at the right. Yeah. Game. So you didn't. Yeah, and and then I captained De Bruyne in the last two, and so he's delivered. Right. So my right? dilemma so and your dilemma is essentially the same, but in reverse. So I've been. Yes. Your your. I'm I'm in the example of I'm going to keep Son, therefore Bin Fernandez, and yours is. Right. Yeah. I mean, the, the option I've got is I could sell Kane to Bamford, Jota to Salah. So I've looked at that as well. Mm, I would um, definitely do that. Would you prefer I that? I, I mean, I looked at it and weighed it up, but it's just Kane is a big loss, I think, because of the fact that he definitely plays over Christmas. And But then I don't think they'll get much at Liverpool. So that's why I was seriously considering what it What have you well. got in the bank? Nothing. Um, I've got 1.3. So Jota becomes like so about eight, does he, roughly? No, maybe less. Yeah, I haven't got enough to get anywhere near. So what have you been? But Jota's too big a gamble, I think. So what's that as? Jota's I saying, I'm, 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 yeah, I think. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm mm. biased. I'm looking to lose Jota. You know what? You know what I'd it's... be doing, Mark, if you can make it work. I'd be taking the money out the defence because you got Cancelo yeah, on the bench. What a waste of yeah. time! I'd, I'd even consider an eight but to get 
to get I did oh, right. no I did I, I was going to play an eight on, on Monday as we'll tell you I was looking at Walker to Dallas like Kane to Bamford and then what was the move after that I can't remember Suchek Suchek yeah, to Salah was it yeah Suchek to Salah so I could have done that can you not do right. Grealish to some Grealish? he's not losing okay. Grealish oh, no oh, way I'm losing you haven't been Jack. watching Black Box Jay right wow. <laughs> sorry you can't lose Grealish with the fixtures he's got no I mean I'm going to look at all the permutations I just I just I said, don't I, think I, you need Salah and Jota no well the, the way not why that I. appeals is because I thought well if I've got Salah and Jota in the same game against Fulham but then obviously there's doubts now about Jota starting. Oh. I didn't know until last night Jota would start last night. So yeah, things change, don't they? This is it. It's, You're in the same position that I was in last week mm. because I was I was panicking about what to do. And in the end, I, I went for the kind of safer option with Mares, and it cost me. If I'd taken the minus eight, I'd have been about 20 points up, I think, on, on that. I should have done the minus eight in. on Monday. I, think, yeah. I should have. I regret yeah, it now. What we, what we know as now, well is like, we know we're heading into rotation territory. So you, mm. I'm looking at your team, and you know, you know, you back for every one of them. Maybe with the exception of Ailing, he might just. Is there an alternative to Ailing at Leeds? I, I don't know if there is. Grealish is nailed. De Bruyne is as nailed as you want. Fernandez the same. Kane the same. Calvert Lewin the same. If it was me, I'd be trying to target the players that I'm not confident are going to play. You know, Calvert well, Lewin look, is nailed, at... isn't he? They haven't got anybody else. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I know. I know. This is it. I'm losing Fernandez and Calvert Lewin, who are both na- talisman, basically. Yeah, talisman. Um, yeah, great. Yeah, great. So yeah, it, yeah. it's it's a really. It's not. I'm not comfortable with it, um, which is why you know when I saw the news last night at Salah playing ninety, I was trying to talk myself out of it. There was bias there, definitely. I'm feeling better about it today. But I'm not sold yet on the move because I had a plan on Monday that changed. I let that one go. I let the prices rise around me. I regret that now, kind of. But a minus eight when I've already lost 20 points to hits, difficult to swallow. But maybe I shouldn't worry about that. I mean, I'm, I'm an aggressive player and it's, you know, I've jumped up the ranks last five weeks. Maybe I just need to keep on that path. So I've got another sleep, right, after this. Eventually, well, when we finish this, we'll here's, here's, here's yeah, what go happens on. tomorrow if the fixtures are announced mm. for jam? Would you would you look at doing your wild card? Good question. I think it's too far out though. You can't really build a team for for nineteen now. I think you need that few extra. But, it's but an at the same time, you'd, think... you'd still have all those transfers. You know, you'd have how many transfers? Yeah. Six transfers to play with. Yeah, true. So you've got time to adjust it yeah. back. Yeah, it's. I hadn't thought of that that could happen. Yeah. Probably will happen at about five o'clock when the deadline's <laughs> just, just about yeah, yeah. The yeah, last minute panic yeah, yeah. and I'm I'm playing a wild card in the last twenty minutes. So oh don't say that idea, Jay. That's a nightmare <laughs> for me. <laughs> um okay, let's talk about captains briefly. Well, I don't think it's too much of a decision. I mean, these are the captain matrix looking forward. We had we always had Salah in mind for this one. Um De Bruyne looks the favoured option for game week thirteen if we think he starts, which Today we've said we tonight we've said we think he does, and then Fernandez looks interesting again for game week fourteen, which is why I want him back because I think Leeds at home is a decent fixture for him. Not as strong at home, but you've got to think Leeds will give up opportunities to United. You could go Kane, you could go Son, you could even go Salah at Palace. What do you think about game week fourteen? There, it's a lot of choice. Would you go Salah there, Jay? On the uh, magic guide from the toilet. Fernandez for yeah. Leeds is the one that I wrote down weeks yeah. ago when I was yeah. planning. Yeah, I pretty much got it the same as you. It, it sent, yeah, the, yeah, the ones in yellow are pretty much the same on that yeah. list, I remember. Yeah. I mean, I, this has been really handy to do because I think it has helped mm. me. 
um, because it's helped me plan my transfers. Um, and I think that you said about getting Kane back game week 16, there's no doubt about that because he's got Fulham at home followed by Leeds yeah. at home. So, you know, I, that's why I don't really want to get rid of him in this move. For some, yeah, I'm the same with But then I'm I've the got my wild card, so I can. For that reason. Yeah, but I've, and you've got, your wild I've got card. my wild card in 15, so I can get Kane back. So that, again, you know, there's, yeah, I need to think more. I need I need to spend another six, seven hours into the oh, night thinking You need about a bacon butty, mate. Get a bacon butty. <laughs> I do, yeah. Toast or, toast or bread. Um, and looking at the data, I mean, yeah, Mane's out in top. He's always comes out top this for expected goal involvement, non-penalties. He's ahead of Salah. It's close between Salah and Kane, 152 and 154 minutes. But when you look at the defence data, Fulham are bottom both over the season out of the teams where have got captain candidates against them and over the last four game weeks. So even though Fulham have improved recently, if you look at the last four game weeks, they've conceded a chance every 6.8 minutes. And um, XG non-penalty every 58.1 minutes. Liverpool are going to hit some goals against them, I reckon, the weekend. You think? It's a a well-suited game for Liverpool, I think, and the, the stats back it up. That's why I said four 0 I think I think Liverpool are gonna are gonna win that that conflict. I agree. I agree with Jay that that, that Fulham have, have, have looked good. I mean, particularly against Leicester. I mean, Anguissa, I think is is a is a real player. They've Who's got, that? Um, there. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, he played oh, really yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's. Yeah. I mean, he's 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 really impressive. I think he's he's just a he's just everywhere. Like he's he's so strong and so quick. Um, but yeah, I think Liverpool will just nullify that and and just smash a couple past them. Yeah, I don't. I still don't, think I still think they're the team to target them and West Brom. Um, yep. All right. Okay. Well, no doubt then on Salah for the captaincy. I think if you have him, um, if you don't have him, Kane. I think I still a, like De Bruyne. Kind of... I, I, Do I, you? You still think I De Bruyne? Think if I had De Bruyne and I didn't have Salah, and I, I really like the idea of just giving him the captaincy for the whole of Christmas, and and I know we'll get rotated and stuff at at, at some point. But I just I think he's playing really well, and I think he'll get you consistent. You might not get the biggest score every week, but I think over that run he'll get consistent returns. Mm. All right, okay. Um, we've done over two hours. We knew we'd do it one time, and it would be when Jay is on. We did have a few technical problems along the way, but I still think it was over two hours. Um, I think as you've got to ask the guys to smash and like. Hopefully, if people enjoy, we had record numbers viewing. I mean, record numbers. Yeah, I know. So, yeah. you know, it's brilliant. So thanks very much, Jay, for coming on and well, boosting the figures, obviously. Me. Just by your presence, it was amazing getting your input, particularly on a on a week where I've got such a dilemma. And you have given me some more food for thought. I've got more thinking to do, um, as if I haven't done as much enough already, as round off the show. Yeah. So 1,732 people watching live, which is massive. Um, that is really, really cool. Uh, but only 300 likes. So, you know, if everyone who was watching liked, that would that would massively help. Uh, we're at 9.8K subs. So 10K subs and Mark and I'll be in suits for the next black box. So I know. I know. I was thinking about what that. What more motivation do you need? If you said you were going to be naked at 100,000, what did we get at 10,000? Do you like take a sock off or what was it? <laughs> yeah, maybe. I'll do it, I'll do it once. Right. But you won't see it. Be subtle. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why you keep pushing. No, no, definitely no one wants. No to one wants to see you naked. No, of course, and, uh, I know, but, it, but it's years off yet. Absolutely not. Especially not over Christmas time. It's been a, a time for it's a bad time. indulgence. Uh, but Jay, we'd love to have you on again um, at some point. It's been it's genuinely. I mean, you know, Mark coming back this season has been great. 
Um, I used to love your your masterclass videos, your your ten minute things you used to do. Um, no it's been great having you back and on this. Cheers and, for and having it's me. It's been an honour to, to, chat to, you. to have you as, to your, chat. as your return. Yeah. Good night, everyone. Good night. Cheers. Podcast Network.